GoonQuest is a Dungeons & Dragons role-playing podcast containing both crude and sensitive humor, with occasional references to things like drugs. Content warnings can be found in the description. In an instant, the continent of Inthria faced a turning point as magic and gods which had once been gone for over a thousand years returned in a flash. A sovereignty, only recently formed by the joining of three kingdoms, now stands as a beacon in the ensued chaos. With magic's sudden return and the rise of both good and evil theologic practice, many are left to question the integrity of the sovereignty with these new strong influences. It all begins with a group of adventurers brought together in the wake of a small town's destruction by the flames of the dragon Calyrex. This is Goon Quest. My name is Jimmy Mayant. I'm your debatably optimistic dungeon master to this world of my own creation. Joining me today and days going forward are my goons. Goons, introduce yourselves. Hello, I am goon number one. Uh, <laughs> my name is Joey. My name is Joey, and I'm going to be playing the character Plato. He's a human wizard. And uh, a quick fun fact about Plato: uh, as we discovered in our session zero, he comes from the frozen north in a place called Sleep. And his name actually comes from a piece of folklore of his hometown. Um, Plato was the name of a old legend. Um, he was around long ago before the infrastructure that exists now is quite as expansive. Uh, it was a time where there was a lot more surviving than thriving. But uh, this Plato character of old times was known for being ruthless with his enemies and for doing whatever it takes to ensure survival of the tribe. And the name Plato actually is quite synonymous with being devious as uh, Plato was brought up to do whatever it takes to take the helm of the lead guard of his town. Um, his father instilled of him using any means necessary to protect those he loves. So Plato is far, far from beyond using poison, underhanded tactics, Whatever it takes to ensure that success is, is an option, Plato is willing to go through any lengths. Is he about getting addicted to drugs? No, not at all. Wait, I thought this is like the longest fun no, 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 fact. No, 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 no. This is completely normal. Oh, it's, oh this, yeah, is, this is this is how all of our previous fun facts have been. Don't you remember? Yes, of course. Oh. Anyways, hi, I'm Jaden. <laughs> I'm goon number five, uh, and I'm playing Ithquant Letney. Um, a fun fact about uh, Dragonborn, actually. Uh, while the uh, pure skills are permanently stuck in the carnivorous ways, the Ignom have actually adapted to be able to eat vegetables and fruits, so they are uh, omnivores. Oh, so you're not, though? No, I'm a, I'm a pure skill, so I can only eat meat. Okay, <laughs> she's on that strict carnivore diet? Exactly. Okay, that makes more sense now. Okay, perfect. Uh, hello, my name's Alec. I'm goon number two. I think. And I'm playing uh, the human monk Adris. Uh, maybe sorcerer? He's figuring th stuff out. And my fun fact for Adris is he doesn't really have a birthday, not just because he's an orphan, but also because the, the monster he's from the Order of the Holy Form doesn't really do birthdays. Rather, it's just one big celebration of everything everyone's achieved throughout the year that extends from the last day of the year to the 
first day of the next year. They have one big birthday? It was basically, like, lumping <laughs> everyone's birthdays into one, essentially. But just that sort of grand celebration of everyone's achievements. They don't really do gifts. It's mainly just big get-together with a shit ton of kombucha. Okay, so I was going to ask about the kombucha. Of course it's kombucha. Okay. You gotta have your booch. Gotta have your booch. Okay. Yeah. The boochie. I am Samuel. Um, codename Lil Goon. <laughs> I play the dwarf Borvik Smokestone. And a fun fact about Borvik is growing up, he was pretty sure that he could communicate to and control crabs. Mostly because they made him very uncomfortable. So whenever he saw one, he would run at it and say, run away, and the crab would run away. That, that You know, I would believe it too. Turns out crabs don't do all that much. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, this whole time we've been getting a note. Ca- no, asshole. <laughs> no, we've been getting a note passed this whole time that says Boochussy. <laughs> I was trying to hold it in. <laughs> you told us we you couldn't told say Ussie. to hold it in. No one said you couldn't say Ussie. You did. Uh, you did. You lied. I said you guys couldn't say. I was doing it boys. for the good of the podcast. <laughs> for the good of for the, the greater good. Boochussy. <laughs> I was doing it for, for the, the greater good Ussie. <laughs> Yes, thank you for your fun facts. Yeah, it's pretty self explanatory. Your ability to control crabs. Uh, my name is James, and uh, I play <laughs> Veralta. <laughs> yeah, I play Veralta, a, uh, a ranger. And my fun fact is that when Veralta was a sailor, uh, he heard like stories. Uh, a lot of sailors and pirates believe in the orange one which is this deity that came down and blessed them all with, well, oranges and, like, lemons and citrus and stuff to cure scurvy. Uh, the icon that they use, or, like, what they believe in, is, like, a black cat with, like, a mane of an orange. Uh, he's not sure how that happened, but, you know, it's a thing. Wow. I have, I have a question for you, yeah. James. What's your goon name? Oh, I'm goon number something clever. Got I meant it. to say that, but we got like sidetracked in here, and I forgot. <laughs> People just needed to know. Oh yeah, I know your goon call sign, man. <laughs> what's your, what's Anyways, your goon uh, call? Let us know in the comments who your favorite goon is. Oh, yeah, get forget your favorite goon. No, this is gonna hurt some people's feelings. They're gonna be sure like, we fucking hate this guy. Yeah. Uh, leave a number of star- no, stars. Only positive. Only positive. Just say your favorite goon. You don't have to say the goon you hate. No, yeah, no, and that's for the next episode. <laughs> yeah, and now also include which goon you hate the most. Make sure to rate this a number of stars equal to the goon that you like the most. Uh, it should be a five or greater. Yeah, or a little goon. Uh, or a little also, star. Don't forget to like, <laughs> subscribe, follow, Ring and the bell. Uh, give us money. That's not how that works. Donate to our Patreon. Donate to our Ko-Fi. Leave a comment. Uh, we have an OnlyFans. Follow uh, <laughs> our Pinterest. Subscribe to our OnlyFans where it's uh, just the podcast overlaid forget, to board. Um, if you get too bored, just put on Subway Surfers at the same time. Boost our Discord Maybe server. Maybe some Family Guy. <laughs> Anyways, let's get on with this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why don't we? Uh, why don't we get along with the Dungeons and Dragons yeah, part of this? That'd be great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You mean the Goon Quest part of this? Yeah, the Goon Quest. Um, the Goonies. Yeah. So we are an actual live play Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we wow. will begin live playing Dungeons and Dragons now. <laughs> now, like, is it right action? Now? Yeah, yes. As a, yeah. Someone hit me with as the action. Okay. Uh, so the five of you. Um, where we had last left off, you were 
you're essentially escaping uh, a red dragon that had destroyed the town of Withakang. Um, after its destruction, you guys were like, well, the next closest big town where we could be warning people was Ferthia, the city of elves. So we will begin from your guys' travels towards that town. And uh, for the audience, we will be using miniatures for any of our combat sequences. We will do our best to explain what is going on at the same time. Just tell us what we're doing. Yeah, we will use within distances as well, but um, just for the sake of combats and such. Uh, However, we will begin now um, in the world. Along the meadowy fields of the Whitehorn Plains, just within the borders of the recently established sovereignty of Orn, our adventures begin uh, for you all and continues for our players just outside of a small river town along the Elsewhere River, known as Imrith, established originally as the last departure point of riverboat rides before reaching the Elsewhere Valley and the former kingdom of elves, Ferthia. So a peaceful winter's bliss stands between towering treetops and uh, down on the forest floor. It's, uh, it would almost seem too peaceful for the wildlife amongst the trees, but one sound breaks the silence of the soft, ever-quiet forest. You all have been traveling the lands of Enthria at swift pace to reach the elven homeland of Ferthia, both to find some uh, form of large city to resupply, your ever-dwindling ra- rations, and assist in any way you can with any of the atrocities that have been brought about the land by post-dereliction. We open to an overgrown and largely untrodden road laden with frozen droplets of morning dew, clinging desperately to the grass uh, that hasn't fully regressed to dormancy. Uh, the path carves its way carelessly through the long-standing Vusperdell Forest, only by the distant footfalls and voices of five travelers, three humans, a hilldorf, and a pure-scale dragonborn, uh, leading the group a ranger, Veralden, carefully observing the road ahead, kept company by a young wizard, Plato, and his magical floating spellbook that has a crude map affixed to it. Uh, the destination on the map circled Imrith. The three remaining travelers tail diligently behind the pure scale dragon ward, Ithquant Letney, along with the Hildorf Borvik and the sacred order of holy forms, human monk address. Uh, and the, the five of you open up along this road, just carelessly meandering towards. Uh, the near the essentially the river town of Emrith. So, what does the map say? Well, it looks like we got a town right here ahead of us. Interesting. <laughs> I need to know if it's a left or a right. Though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I believe right. Okay. I, I would like to double check the. Yeah, map. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you just look at the map. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Veralin, you look at the map and you can see just up, just up ahead as it points. Uh. Your path leads essentially a straight shot there. Uh, yeah. Looking ahead in the forest, you can see there's a clearing coming up uh, just before it branches off further. Um, this is probably an appropriate time as your guys' characters are kind of walking along the area. Uh, why don't we describe what you guys look like uh, for just people listening? Sure. Plato, uh, well, he's quite acclimated to the cold, so he's mo- maybe not quite so bundled up as others, but uh, he... Quite typically, will wear uh, this cloak of protection that he's found along his travels. It's a, a deep ocean blue color. Um, it's his favorite color. He saw the ocean for the first time recently, and uh, he's taken quite a liking to it. Um, aside from that, he's not wearing anything too flashy, just some winter boots at the moment, um, and he's all hooded up to protect himself from the cold. Okay. Yeah. 
It's Quan uh, standing in his tall seven foot form, uh, gleaming with the red scales that adore him. Um, he is walking, you know, at a nice brisk place next to Adris. The gold smoke from his nostrils very clearly seen in the, the cold weather. Um, the chain mail that he wears uh, clanking against his scales, making a nice scratching sound as he walks, as uh, accompanied by his tail thumping the ground with great eagerness. Adris is a large, muscular man, around 24 years of age, standing six foot three, with a sort of muscular build, uh, weighing around 215 pounds, with olive skin, brown eyes, and black, thick, curly, shoulder-length hair, as well as a thick beard that reaches down to his collarbone. He wears a white robe, a dark red sleeveless tunic, normally uh, black, baggy black pants, and black shoes, as well as for, as well as sort of heavier winter clothes due to the significantly colder weather. And he also wears deep navy blue hand wraps with webbing of lightning patterns on them. Um, and that's Andrus. Horvick, reaching a staggering four foot eight inches, um, is kind of on the thin side for a dwarf, but it doesn't, he reaches a respectable 150 pounds. So he, he, he's muscular. He's got long, dark brown hair braided down his back. His face is tanned from traveling missions. It got a few scars from not ducking fast enough. <laughs> he's, he's wrapped up. He's used to coastal sun and being able to hide underground if it starts snowing. So the cold's kind of kicking his ass a little bit. Okay. But he's, he's bundled up. He's, and the traveling's keeping him warm. Awesome. I Beraldin is a is he's a pretty average looking human. Um like he's pretty standard built. He's a pretty thin dude though. Um he's wearing your basic like leathers, um the typical like collapsed gear. Uh but notably he has a really big cloak with a giant like fur bit around the shoulders that make him look much bigger than he actually is. Oh, okay. So it just really um, dominates his frame. Yes. Right. Um, and he keeps that pretty closed. He's missing part of his ear. He's got black hair. Uh, I have boots that are made of like leaves would be the only notable thing. Oh, normally pretty well kept, but he looks really disheveled. His stubble has gone from stubble to like a beard. Definitely some bags under his eyes. Is he not sleep? Yeah, he's not. Yeah, sleeping. he's not sleeping. Okay. <laughs> All okay, right. and I, I hate to do more work to you, but I don't feel like I gave. <laughs> I just said he wears a cloak. So I'll just add stuff. That's okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, Plato is uh, a human. He is uh, six foot three. Um, he's well built. He's not uh, overly muscular. Not quite the unit that uh, our friend Address and Litany is. But uh, he, he's in good shape. He's been uh, well-trained, it seems. Um, he's used to having a short military-style cut, but uh, over-traveling, his hair's been growing out quite longer than he's ever been comfortable having it. Yeah, you need... <laughs> the five of you see yourself looking at this clearing coming up ahead on the road. As you peer out, Veralden, you notice just up ahead essentially in this clearing after you guys surmise a small tuft of uh, hill, you can see what looks like to be a standing lone wagon at the opening of this clearing, unattended. Like 
not broken or anything? It doesn't look like it's fully built. So it looks like there's a couple wheels that are off on the side, but it is nonetheless unattended. Are you a, are you like a cart guy? <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I'm I'm more of an axe speed guy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm a cart guy. You're a cart guy. Yep. <laughs> okay, Letney's a cart guy. It's a it's a fine built cart. It looks like it wouldn't normally wouldn't have a uh, a breakdown anywhere, but uh, there, it is devoid of. The area is kind of devoid of like bird chirps or anything. Going to be honest, that cart, it's not going anywhere. Not without those two wheels. Yeah. Yeah. It, doesn't, it sure doesn't look like it. Pretty sure that's how wheels work. This is true. See, you also know your carts. Anyways, I would, I mean, I have to go check it out. Do we think this belongs to No. Someone? Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to go check out the yeah. cart because I don't uh, think carts this reeks of danger, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Eerie silence, my favorite thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's always followed by sounds of battle. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Lenny, you just, you start walking out there. Give me a, what's your passive perception? 13. 13. Okay. That's just your innate ability to look around and, and notice stuff. Um, as you're kind of walking out there, you take a couple steps out into this clearing and you immediately notice there is like this large what looks like pile of leaves sitting in several different spots along the area. You can clearly note that there's just rope netting around on them. Essentially, it is just a pit trap that's covered with leaves. Mm-hmm. There is also a diff- uh, additionally in the area, it looks like ropes on the ground that have been covered loosely in mud to make them look like they're not there, but they look to be affixed to spring up to trees and stuff. This is clearly a trap set by some conniving devils. Hmm. We must... Uh... Maybe we could set a trap of our own to catch these fiends. Perhaps. Unless they're too smart, then they would know that. Borvik throws a rock at the pile of leaves. <laughs> Borvik, you throw a rock at the pile of leaves and you see, yeah, you just chuck the rock and it flies in, hits the net and it just falls as it knocks the net downward a little bit. And now it's just, the ground is dipping. Because I think there's traps ahead. Uh, yes. <laughs> Very trappy oh oh no devils out there we've fallen into your trap ah <laughs> yeah well, let's let's make a roll for that <laughs> you're trying <laughs> give me a performance <laughs> check deception. a deception check <laughs> we definitely didn't uh oh this would be awful if we were ambushed right now it would be horrible i got a 14 <laughs> yeah you're, you're where are you all standing at this are you just standing in the field now i'm, I'm, I'm standing by the hole okay like, oh no i've yeah. fallen help yeah you uh you see as you're standing there shouting out to the skies um you guys see some movement on the far side of the uh clearing you see essentially two figures crawling in on the ground in like there's snow on the ground as well as just these leaves and stuff. And they've got like these mesh suits of snow and like basically ghillie suits for the snow. How far away? They're like from across the clearing. It's probably about 60 feet. Mm, perfect. And you see these small figures crawling through the ground. I would like to divine sense to see if they are demons. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. So you um, divine sense lets you see out into the essentially suss out evil basically correct i can uh use it 
There we go. As an action, I can detect good and evil until the end of my next turn. I can sense anything affected by uh, the hollow spell or know the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. I can use this feature uh, the amount of times equal to my charisma modifier plus half my paladin level per day. Okay, so you could use it a few times. As you open up your divine sense and look towards, uh, look across the area, uh, you, yeah, th- these aren't fiends, <laughs> undead, fey, or celestials of any Damn variety. It. They're just—they seem to just be small people. things crawling. Yes, they're <laughs> the worst of all people. people. Some form of goon. <laughs> yes, you've introduced to the first goons of the game. No, or so one another charisma modifier. Throws another rock. <laughs> Borvik, you throw at another rock suit. at the what? At the people. Pull, All right. at us. Okay, go ahead and roll a uh, attack roll with disadvantage because they're on the ground. And 60 feet away. Yeah. Disadvantage is where you take the dice and roll it twice and take the lower of the two rolls. Of course. Borovic has proficiency. Okay. So it's disadvantage, right? Yes, with okay. disadvantage. So you chuck the rock across and you see the figure does a little roll and moves out of the way for it and keeps crawling. But they've clearly kind of noticed your guys's uh you guys have made note of them and you see they're they basically close it into about like twenty feet away from you, and you see they get up and charge at you, Letney. And uh you see uh I two- look at them with a <laughs> stupid face. <laughs> like, why are you this dumb? <laughs> you see two uh, you see two little kids charging at you. One of them probably about six years old, a little boy, and you see a young little girl wearing some, other than the mesh ghillie suit, little overalls. But she seems to be like a young teen, and they're both charging at you. One, the little boy has a stick in his hand that looks like it's got like a rock attached to the end, not in a sharp way, just an actual rock. And so it's kind of like a makeshift hammer of sorts. Um, Borvik, uh, it is a little impressive. Um, there's actually no rope tying it together or anything. It's just the rock is on the stick. Um, and you also see this little girl charging at you. Uh, and she's a little, she seems to definitely be a little older, um, short, uh, auburn, gingery hair, uh, curly all over the place. And they're both running up you. And as they, at the 20 feet mark away from you, they get up and start charging at you screaming. And you see this little ferocity in this little girl's eyes. How deep you, is the hole? Huh? How deep is the hole? The hole dug looks to go like five feet deep. Okay. <laughs> uh, you see she running at you guys. She's like, hey, get away from get away from my cart. <laughs> As she uh, pulls up this little she's got a little spear at you. I would like to take the spear. Um, you reach out to grab the spear from her. Go and make a sleight of hand check. 10. A 10? You see, you reach to grab the spear, and she actually just does a little roll in front of you and holds it up at you again. Varel, then these seem like your people. (laughs) (laughs) How good was the form? Uh, You see the roll. It has potential. Potential. It has potential in your eyes, but she's only like 13. So, um, you can see she's holding it at you now, and she's like, step back from my, my cart. I'll step forward from your cart. What? That's the wrong way. I'm not going in that hole. Well, okay, step back from that way, not in the hole. Oh, okay. She looks at that and like, I, looks... I'll, I'll walk around her. Okay, yeah, you walk around the episode. So now she has her back to the hole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you're walking around and she's she then moves to the other side of the hole to be across the hole from you. <laughs> and uh, the cart to the side of the both of you. 
and she looks at you and she's uh like this is this is my cart and I'm not having anyone mess with it. You guys need to step back now. What are you two doing here? Where are your parents? She looks at you. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Why are there no birds? With birds? Yes. And she looked around and was like, I don't know. Hmm. I guess I haven't heard birds, but... Your cart doesn't seem to be in usable condition. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be in any usable condition. So then why are you protecting it? Well, I have to fix it up. Uh, Do you know how to fix it up? Yeah, I know how to fix up a cart. I'm 13. Where are you going with with that cart? Uh, It's not where I'm going. It's what I'm doing with that cart. Okay, what are you doing with that cart then? I'm going to be part... Since I'm 13 now, I'm going to be part of the race. What? Sounds like you're going somewhere. Anyways, why is there a hole? Well, I I put the hole here. But but why? So people don't mess with my cart. Would you Believe like it or not the hole? fixing the cart? No, they'll fall in the hole. Encouraged us to yes. come mess with the cart. <laughs> hmm. Normally that gets people to go away. It's also only five feet deep. This well, yeah, light. there's so going to be gonna, short I'm gonna, people. I'm going to step into the hole. And then my, my body... Two, is, two feet from your torso, roughly yeah. a little below your torso and up, is just standing out of the hole. And see, and so this isn't really uh, affecting me. But yeah, it slowed you down, be, and now you're in a hole. The hole would be quite effective against some people, and I don't think we should bring height or <laughs> depth of the hole into this. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm sorry. My yeah, your friend right. could have fallen in the hole, and he would have been stuck. Yes, my, Shut my up. apologies, Vorstrix. She kind of like takes a step back. She so was like, "So you're not coming to take my cart and ruin it?" Why no, if anything, we were gonna fix it. But <laughs> it's well, there's the wagon races. It's it's part of the town's tradition. It's it's a big thing for. I don't have time to explain it to you guys. You guys aren't even verified. You can't even can't even. <sighs> okay, the wagons are part of a competition where you race in the town, out into the forest, and then back into the town. And then you gotta bring the logs back from the forest and cross the river with them. Duh. Are you in the middle of the race right now? No, no, no. The race doesn't start. race doesn't start till tomorrow. Usually if you're racing, you don't do it on the car. Yeah, my people always race with their feet. Exactly. That's kind of weird. No, 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 no. So you do get... Actually, that's the thing. You have to push the cart. Oh. Into the forest. And then you have to find horses and logs, bring them back using the horses and the logs, and then cross the river with the logs. And what do you get out of this? A lot of stuff. Money, for one. A lot of money. Uh, what money? You get a big discount in the store. What uh, store? Uh, it's T3. What? T3. It's it's one of the one of the stores in town. Do they sell teeth? No, it's it's oils. Are the other stores T two and T one? No, it's T three oil. Ah, if it's only the third best oil, it doesn't seem very good. No, two. it's true. It, it stands for Tannis's tonics and tinctures. T three. Ah, uh, so triple T. Yeah, that makes that makes more sense. T three implies. I. That's besides the point. Yes. Anyways, um. We should enter this race. Why? Why? Money. My point still stands. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Tell the people who aren't the monk, <laughs> we should enter this race because money. But not that. This is kind of a little out of our way. Don't that, tell yeah, me we're not that like broke. We're... <laughs> Don't. 
Well, it is a big prize money. See how much? It's supposed to be hundreds of gold. Ooh, that's, a, that's a lot of gold. Perhaps we help the little ones win the race, split the money with them. How many people can do the race? And I like, can have a, a few more up onto my team. I need a crew, technically. Mm-hmm. Can we be a crew? You'll have trouble finding a finer you see crew. she narrows her eyes and squints at you He's guys. Now, a lot more seriousness on her, uh, like in her voice. She's like, I don't know if you guys are good enough to be my crew. Good enough! <laughs> Jumps out of the hole. <laughs> I mean, sure, you could jump outside of a hole, but can you jump outside of a, a tree? Yes. yes, I could do that. I'm going to jump outside of a tree you climb a tree yes okay and then i jump out of it okay yeah you you, you jump out of the tree uh you hit the ground uh give an athletics check to see if you land all good and nice six <laughs> yeah you you land in the hole to prove a point and you definitely like roll your ankle when you land because it is like can i play it off you, you, yeah you definitely yeah roll a performance check to play it off six <laughs> um i'll let you uh i'll let you play it off as you would i'm fine <laughs> see are you, are you is that a is that a tear in your eye we can't cry we don't produce those. Oh, Are you sure about that? Trust me, it's blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's significantly more valuable. <laughs> Your ankle looks really swollen. No, it doesn't. Are you telling me that or are you telling yourself that? You. Okay. Um, I guess... The- Anna. Let's focus on the race, can we? Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna go hide behind the cart and uh, patch myself up. <laughs> <laughs> you leave. For, you leave for a moment. Well, um, well, me and my brother are entering the race because I'm 13 now. He was gonna be on my crew, but he technically can't be. He's not old enough to be on the crew yet. And yeah, you see uh, her little brother, and she's like, "Oh, it, her little brother, who's just like probably yay, yay high, being like two well, three-ish something feet. I don't know how tall kids are, I realize now. Uh, at all. Everything's a halfling at some point to me. <laughs> they're, they're just I started with two, and I was like, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> These kids are both human, correct? Yeah, they are human, so definitely not two, I'm going to guess. But he's six years old, so could be two feet, maybe a little, little more. Either way, you see, he just actually has, like, a bunch of mud in his hair. He wasn't actually wearing this ghillie suit. He was, he just covered himself in a bunch of snow, and um, he's not wearing a shirt, notably. He's just got, like, little, like, whatever you would equivalently call denim jeans on um, for this world, which is probably just denim jeans. But as as a connoisseur of ghillie suits, uh, how good are they? Well, his is, his is... Well, not his, but the other one. It's, uh... If I had to put it on a scale of a D12, I'd say it's a, it's a five. Understand. It's got potential. A lot yep. of the stuff she does has potential. All right, then. Thought that was it. <laughs> Andrus, <laughs> so y'all looked at me like I was Co- coming back out of the cart. Address. Yes. Are you old enough to enter the race? Um. Well, looks at the girl. Are you old enough to enter the race? Thirteen's the age where you can enter the race. Duh. Are, okay. are you thirteen? I'm twenty-four. You twenty-four? Yes. Wow. How old He's are you? almost dead. I'm 19. I'm He's 19. almost dead too. Dang. No, trust <laughs> me. We live till 30. Oh, okay. Got He's got a few years. years. <laughs> uh, 
you see she 26. points at herself and she's like well my name's twig and this is my brother crud and we're entering the race because we're gonna win it this year yes all are. the adults that enter the ra- what <laughs> <laughs> all the adults that enter the race are the ones they're like "Ooh, we get to enter the race because we have money and we can buy all the fancy carts and stuff well i started building my cart when i was about 10 and now i've got my cart and it's gonna win and you kind of look at it it's not a bad cart she's clearly clearly got an eye for the stuff we need to make this cart win would you perhaps like some assistance fixing your cart well i guess i'm still judging if you guys are good enough to be the crew um i I did something cool someone did definitely just jump out of a tree and and looks like they were having to walk behind the cart and there was definitely a lot of smoke coming from the other side of the cart. you currently don't have a crew or a working cart. I, that's true, but... Mm, and you apparently cool. spent hours digging holes rather than fixing your cart. Can we do kickflip Okay, well, you don't understand do the nature flip. of the competition, clearly. You do a what? I'll, I'll I guess, do a backflip off a tree. Please roll me an acrobatics check. Cool. Eleven. Okay, eleven. Yeah, it's you run up, jump backwards, do the flip, and land in like a pose on the ground, not solid on your feet, but in a pose on the ground. And she looks up and she's like, "Look, I mean, it looked labored, but I guess I'm not one to." She's like, she looks off for a second. She's like, "I'm." You don't understand the one rule about Twig: she can do anything. Then do it. She runs to do it. I mean, (laughs) if you can't do it, then we join. Um. Oh, wait, hold on a second then. That <laughs> changes her. She's like, wait, are you trying to make a deal with me? Yeah. If I can't do it, you're on the team? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I have ground rules. If oh. you're, if I can't do it, then you could be on the team. And I'll show you at least to the registration. But I'm not paying your registration fee. That's and probably if I get it right... If I do the flip, you guys have to fix my cart, and then you can't join my team. Deal. All right. Do you just want to see this kid fall on her face? She falls on her face. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very painful. We're on the team! (laughs) Borderman goes to help her up. (laughs) You pull her up. She's like... like, (laughs) Regular person. It builds spirit. She gets up out of the ground. Just you like see, my broken arms. Yeah, she pulls pulls leaves out of her hair. Doesn't really care too much about it. And she like gets up to the ground. She's like, fine, so you're on the team. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I'm happy. And she walks over to the cart and is like, so we had a problem recently. Mm-hmm. There's the spirit of the competition definitely ends with some people requiring to do other means to throw out the competition. So they'll mess with your cart, take your wheels break it a bunch of wacky racer stuff style things <laughs> it's okay plato's great at that i have all kinds of wacky tricks up my sleeve <laughs> he goes to no ends for victory this, <laughs> he block, no this block and tackle it's gonna come in so handy you just wait i got plans with this she looks kind of looks out and is like okay well we got to get back to town at least to get you guys registered because i know that ends at some point today and we can at least, if we get the wheels back on the cart, we could just take it back to town. Okay, let's put the wheels on the cart. Yeah, it's it's not an effort at this point. It just looks like she was trying to, uh, she was trying to work on essentially all the bearings in the wheels to make it at least functionally go faster. Mm-hmm. Um, like but upgrade. Yeah, she's trying to upgrade her cart. Ooh. Yeah, she was trying to. She was trying to put a five foot hole. No, the five. <laughs> <laughs> she gives up. <laughs> 
as she uh, leads you guys uh, back towards the town, uh, you guys pull behind the wagon. With You have to push this wagon back, <laughs> and she's just talking on the way. She's like, yeah, we have to push it basically about, about as far out here. It's usually about a mile outside of town that you have to push the cart, and then afterwards you have to find your horses, then you have to pull it back, and you have to get the logs along the way. And then afterwards, you'll have to cross the the river, which to get to the other side of town, to get to uptown, basically. Um, I guess if you haven't been, have you guys been here before? And she kind of gestures to Imrith. And as you guys kind of come out of the clearing, you guys can see the town of Imrith. It is uh, a town of both sides of of the Elsewhere River, Uh, a large, fast-flowing river that has little forgiveness for those who can't swim with great skill. Uh, there seems to be a large contraption of ropes and pulleys that serves as a ferry boat between either side of, of this small town. The eastern side, your guys' current side, uh, has a series of small huts and houses construction of, constructed of like waterlogged wood, grit, and mud. Uh, people seem to shy away from you guys as you're walking into this portion of the town. There's a lot of narrow, damp streets of mud and a bunch of eyes kind of peering out from different places. It definitely kind of looks like the a little bit of a lower end portion of the town. And uh, you can hear these different coughs and sneezes. Uh, there's a bit of famine, a bit of sickness around this area. Whereas you look to the other side of this river, you can see nice masonry stone-built houses that stand very perilously good. And structure-wise, it looks to be much nicer than this side of the town. Um, there's a bit of a dichotomy to the two of them. Um Twig uh, kind of offers you guys. She's like, we can park it here in my garage as uh, she leads you over to just some stables and uh, op- opens up the stable doors to just a barn. What's her or, brother's name? Or again? the stables. Uh, her brother? Yeah. That was named Crud. As you see, uh, she opens up the doors and uh, walks inside and kind of gestures. She's like, this is our shop. And uh, she points out to everything in the area. You see there's a couple horses and stuff. She's like, I'm allowed to use this to store my cart so people don't mess with it. And but I like to let the I want the wood that I it was constructed with to acclimate to the environment it's going to be racing in and that's why I was out there. Sounds smart. It is smart. And uh she kind of like gestures to it and she's like, "And that is my crash pad. You guys can stay here if you want." And she just points to like the upper level of the stable. And mm-hmm. just a little ladder leading up there. That's where me and Crud live, so if you guys need to stay somewhere, you can stay with us. Geraldin, you know a lot about wood. Would you think that leaving the cart out there to acclimate it was smart? Sure. Okay, he knows a lot about wood. I trust him. It seems like we've got a team of experts here. Yes, these are material. I'm, I'm very far out right now. I'm thinking about all the kids I've worked with. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and how that goes. Anyways, let's get this. We, we have the wheel attached, yes? Yeah, yeah. you guys have the wheels all attached to it and you've brought um, it back. Let's go get registered. Yeah, so she um, leads you guys out to, of Emrith and walks uh, just down the road a little bit to this this large system of pulleys that leads to the other town of other side of the town. Uh, you notice uh, as you guys kind of walk up, there's a ferryman over there, and he's like, "Hey, I'm going." Hello, hello. You on company? What? Yes. You on company? Um, um, are we going with him, Twig? Do we get registered with him? No, he just needs you to pay. Oh. For the, for the registration for the yeah race. the registration's on the other side we just need to oh, take the ferry God. across okay, so we are going with him uh, yeah across. yeah across the ferry he will put yeah. us on there and Got send it. us across right. yeah okay. then yes okay uh, and he the guy is like twig how much uh, it's just a copper piece to go across address 
Can you spot me a copper? Sure. Cool. You guys toss your copper pieces to him. And he's like, all right, come on. And lead you guys on and then set you guys off to the other side of the river. As you guys ride across, it is a little bit of unsteady footing. Um, this feels wrong. <laughs> as you are you're on the shaking waters of the uh, elsewhere river, uh, it just pulls you across to the other side where you guys begin to hear as you close, as you close in on it, more life in the streets of the area. Um, you basically start to see, you see people walking around the, uh, the side of the town dressed in much nicer clothes than what you had just previously seen. And uh, you see there is a small hold throughout this town along with a variety of shops and stuff. And then like this open booth area where they have these banners hung that talk that basically say the wagon races. Um, and, uh, as you guys get to the other side, uh, it docks in and Twig is like, all right, you guys just head right on up Scramble there. Scramble out of that boat. <laughs> <laughs> you get to solid ground once again. Happiness. Uh, as, yeah, you guys look out and see uh, the other side, there is, uh, it seems to be a little booth area where everything's kind of getting set up for this competition. People are still registering, but uh, it doesn't look like there's a ton of like, uh, a ton of like wagons like openly being like advertised in the area like people aren't like showing off their their stuff <laughs> i don't know how those black dragonborn do it what the water ah uh, it's cursed i mean it's anyways where's the registration you see just a guy and another lady standing at the booth one is a uh, dwarf and the other one is a uh, elf mm-hmm. uh uh the elven uh woman's like well um are you all looking to be registered? I yes, think. Yeah. Apparently. I. Rowden. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I, uh, <laughs> all right. Your registration piece is one gold. Okay. Give them a gold. Yeah, you toss. You yeah. all toss one gold over. What are the uh, the rules? So, uh, are you joining a team? Or are you creating your own here? We're with Twig. Oh, with you're with Twig. Oh. That's sweet. Um, she walks over to a side, essentially a board that's kind of posted, and she's uh, she takes your guys' names and writes them all down. Uh, let me let me brief you a little bit on the rules for it. So the race is pretty self-explanatory. It'll start tomorrow. And the sun has risen. We will start the competition, and you guys will simply be asked to do a wagon ride from taking your wagon, manually pushing it into the forest, just a mile out. There will be markers on the way. And once you're out there, you can choose how you would like to proceed from there. You need to acquire a means to cross the river with or individually yourselves. So there are some rules to this, of course. How wide is the river? You guys just went across it, and it's um, creatively input here. Rules, rules-wise, it is a jumpable distance apart. Apart. It is about it is about an eight to ten foot. Like if you jumped multiple times. You would probably jump five times at about eight feet, so about 40 to 50 feet wide. So it's not jumpable. No, not one jump. No, okay. you, could, you could jump it in like a bunch of jumps. So like rocks and stuff in the river. It's much too deep to just toss rocks in. No, like jump if there were rocks. If there were rocks. Yes, if there were rocks that you could stand on, you could jump across But it. by itself, it is not jumpable. It is not jumpable by so itself. So it's not sure. jumpable. It is not a jumpable river. Okay. Now, there are some conditional rules that we've had to add now that magic has returned to the lands. Um, you are not allowed to fly across the river, nor are you allowed to use magic to imbibe yourself the ability to better yourself at jumping across the river. Define magic. 
Well, uh, defining magic is and giving one the ability to fly. Oh, so we can't fly. You so cannot no fly. fly. Is that the only? Well, I've seen one where people tried to jump really high. That one is straight out as well. What if we just can jump really high? Naturally? Yes. Well, that's very helpful. Okay. Uh, however, um, there is one stagnant conditional rule is that if you are to put something into the river to assist yourself when you're jumping across, it has to be able to float so it can float down the river. So you can't just fill the river with rocks. <laughs> the general rule of thumb is people acquiring logs putting them in and jumping across that way. <laughs> yes. And roughly, I would say straightforward to all of you, especially if you're helping Twig, it usually takes about five. Five logs, five logs. All okay. right. Okay. Hmm. So get a, go into forest, get logs, cross river. Yeah. Get, and the get only the... rules are cross river and go into forest. Well, you can, one, you take your wagon out there. Mm -hmm. To acquire your wood and acquire your means to get your wagon back, you don't have to get the horses, but it generally saves you a lot of time. Okay. Uh, and if your goal is to beat other individuals, then yes. Uh, there is a strict no killing people rule. I didn't think I'd have to admit that one, but you cannot I kill mean, people. It's pretty evil, so. Huh? Has someone tried? There have been a few occasions where people were taken out and brought low by extraneous circumstances, but. Uh, and she looks off pensively. But no one's truly been killed, killed. Do people take cart racing this seriously? Well, it's a lot of gold. Yes, not only is it a, a lot of gold, but there's, I mean, the prize to be won at the end of it is much more worth it than uh, some would perceive. Winners of this race gain the ability to give a speech and are the guest of honor at the Winter Winds Feast, which takes place the evening of the event, later that day. Oh. And now that speech is largely used by a lot of our local areas to advertise for their businesses. So you'll get a lot of local companies coming in. We, I mean, our local logging, uh, our logging guild will come in and, and enter in, along with our fishing and a lot of it is really just to preach what they believe is a way to go about the town as you're giving direct suggestions to the lord of the town. Um, additionally, however, there is a 750 gold piece prize that sits out and that was brought in and given by the owner of T3 Oil, which you get a 50% discount for. Uh, for the next purchase, essentially. The next purchase as you make to that day. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and those are the prizes to be won in that case. It is all for the winner, whoever yes, the yes. winner is, or the team. So, okay. Go in, get logs, go across river. Good. Just to be clear on the magic thing. <laughs> um, hello, my name's Plato. I'm a, the head wizard wherever I'm at. Um, where are we at so, again? Wait, just head wizard wherever? Uh, where are we at again? Where are you at in... In what manner of speaking? Like, what's the name of the city? Oh, Imrith. Okay, he's the head wizard of Imrith. I didn't realize we had a head wizard. Well, now. wherever I'm at, it kind of is a title that follows, but... Um, so, no magic, period, or just no magic that makes you fly or jump higher? Oh, just so I'm absolutely clear. With rocks. So, no magic that 
can teleport, can、mm. fly,、okay. can make you jump extremely high to where it looks like flying. Okay, and that's it. That's all the ones I know. So no, no filling the river with rocks. Honestly, it's gen- with rocks. No filling the river with rocks. Yes, no killing is another one.、Mm-hmm. Um, that is another popular one,、uh, and that should genuinely. Be a good portion of them. Okay, if I use a spell that's deemed cheat worthy, that hasn't been listed, do we still get disqualified?、Uh, it is. It falls at that point to the subject of the crowd. Okay,、mm-hmm. that's fair. That's fair. Well, I don't. I don't plan on doing anything outside the rules. I just want to make make sure I'm aware of what they are, so we don't break them. Yes. So someone would hypothetically use magic that allowed them to get across the river, but that just didn't. Look like flying. Just being absolutely clear. Yeah, I mean, if it's still flying and you're just making it look like you're walking, people are going to be like, "That's flying." Well, yeah, but if they were able to pass it off as if they weren't, I mean, then I guess it comes down to the moral ambiguousness of it. Of like, did you do the right thing? Also, the right thing <laughs> is the like. Have there been any reports of people like damaging other people's carts? Damaging carts. In an event like this, that's hilarious. I think that's a yes. She winks at you. Okay. <laughs> all right. Just being absolutely sure on what is and is not. I, I know I would destroy all of their carts if I could. Okay. But that's the thing. You have to know where the carts are at. Hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day. Any、right. anyone other questions、um, from anyone? Sounds、oh, good. How many other、control? competitors are there going to be? As of right now, there should be five other teams. Five other teams. All right. And th- that board has the list. Yes. Yes.、Mm-hmm. All right. Let's um, let's go check out that board. Yeah. You guys walk over to take a look at the board. Um, just kind of the initial teams that you see written down. Um, I'll give you three of them, which I had previously named. Two of them are just going to be unnamed, um, because I. I just there's two people that probably stand no chance to winning two other teams that stand no chance to winning this, and then you guys are the sixth team,、uh-huh. um, which just has Twig's name written down, which they go and add your guys's name onto it,、um, and they put print in parentheses below Crud because he can't technically be on the team yet.、Um, you have the locking executive group, which is Ren.、Uh, the only name that's associated with it is who is in charge of the team, which is Haven Logrunner.、Um, And there's the fishing executive team, which is、uh, Keg Sternly,、um, and then there is the Lock Rock Light team, which is led by Barry Morrison.、Um, Lock Rock Light, you guys knowing to be the much shittier version of、uh, Orn Light, the canonical beer in our world. Oh wow! <laughs> But Lock Rock Light is like it's it's like water. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's sparkling water. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's basically just sparkling water at that point. Yeah,、okay. it's just carbonated grossness. I think we need a plan. Twig's still with us, right? Yeah. Well, Twig's pointed you up the way. You see, she's just hanging out by the.、Uh, Let's hanging out down the road by the、uh, cart across. We can go ask her who she thinks the biggest competition is. So,、uh, podcast thing. Do you want to ask? Tell me, you're asking her. Do you want to ask her? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna walk over to Twig. Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, you walk over to Twig, and Twig's like, "It's like, oh, hey, person that picked me up, <laughs> Borovic." Um, 
Who on that board do you think has the best chance of winning, besides us, obviously? Well, the best chance of winning, probably one of the logging, the logging executives of the Fisher. They kind of go back and back every year. Where would they keep their card? They have, the one thing I know is they have dumb carts. They have like fake ones that are supposed to write and they just litter those places. <laughs> they build pseudo carts, if you would. Would you be able to tell if it was a real cart or not? I mean, I mean, yeah, once you, once you see it, you'll know, because usually it'll have like the decals and stuff of their, of their business on there. So is there any rule against breaking carts during the race? Not insanely a rule for that. No, but usually Hmm. a lot of the time, if you're trying to get enough speed to keep up with most of the competition, most people have to be pushing. That's fair. Um, (laughs) If not, like, you can go damage another cart, but you may fall behind too far to even make it worth your while. So someone with abilities were to say somehow light another one's cart on fire. I'm not condoning this behavior. No, no, no. This is fine. We will do whatever it takes to win. Minus killing. Because that's evil. Normally I'm in favor of fair and just fair competition, but I kind of just got roped into this, so I'm not... All is fair. I'm mostly just along for the ride at this point. That's okay if you're not determined enough to win it. I'll have to have enough determination to win it. Okay, cool. And um, she, like, flexes her muscles that are non-existent. All right, all right. Nice. So, plan one, destroy the carts before the race. I'm thinking about during the race. Veralden, you're great with animals, right? Do you think you could get us animals to carry the cart once we're in the forest? Awesome. <laughs> so we have plan to get animals. I, I can enhance the animals, make them bigger, faster, stronger. That's another great plan. Can you light carts on fire? I can. Yes. Awesome. And you can, uh, two people, double the carts on fire. You're fast. Yes. And you're strong. Yes. So you can go uh, fast with the cost. Stick yes. was it? He also looks pretty strong. Um, Twigs. Is there a store nearby that would have like a mortar and pestle? Yeah, you can head over to T three. I'm gonna head over to T three. Um, yeah, you walk over to T three <laughs> oils. I'll meet y'all back at the stable. All right. All right. All right. Okay. I think we should split up into two teams. One team with fire and a person, and one team with a fire and a person. And then we'll hunt down the fishing and the logging company cards, respectively. Question. Yes. What does the fifth person do? Because there are five of us. He's going to T3. Okay. To buy stuff. Oh, you're hunting them down now? Oh, yes. We're doing it now. We're doing oh. it now. Right now. All right. All right. Who wants Twig? Here, well, we have our two captains. Boristrix. I can't remember your name. Vorvik. Vorstrix Levithix. That's not anywhere close. That's exactly what their names are. He's a sorcerer. He's a wizard. That Levithix, one's correct. Vorstrix. Oh, are those like our cool dragon names? Yes. Anyways, you're the team captains. Who do you want on your team, Vorstrix? Hmm. I do love that hammer. I'll take Crud. All right. <laughs> Who do you want next? <laughs> Crud walks over, super determined. I just put him up on my shoulders. All right, (laughs) I'll take uh, I'll take you with me. Okay, then that means you're getting address. We're taking Twig. Cool. All right, you guys take Crud and Twig and head off in respectively different locations. You're heading on. 
Crud. Crud or twig. Huh? Does Crud know where the fishing company carts might be? No, we don't know where they are. Okay, but like a general idea of where we can start hunting. Are, are we hunting for them? Yes, right now. We're going to go destroy them all. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you'll probably have to deal with the people protecting them. That's fine. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you... Yeah, uh, this feels crud- oddly violent for a cart race. We do whatever it takes. You, know, you I think you're missing the message of the... It's like, when she winked, mm-hmm. it was to imply that no one does anything to the carts. Wink. Yeah. So we're not going to do anything to the carts. Wink. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. wink. Yeah, but we're, we're making a really big deal about it. That's why we're here in private talking. Yes. She looks around to the middle of the street. <laughs> road you guys are in. Uh-huh. <laughs> but there is, there is a dinner tonight. It's kind of the feast. That's kind of when everyone goes about. Okay, so we'll start Should scouting. we have someone to guard our cart? That's a good idea. Well, Veraldon's going to... Okay, we're all go back to the place, so gotcha. he can go. Right. All right. He'll already be there. <laughs> cool. Sounds like a terrible plan. <laughs> Fine. We'll just start by scouting right now, and then we'll wait till the dinner. Yeah? Yes. Of course. Agreed. I'll take a single... Okay, I got two yeses. I'll take it. I already said yes. You were one. Okay. Two. <laughs> you were both yeses. Yes. <laughs> no, that's not... <laughs> all right. We anyways. had a third yes. I, technically four yeses, I think, so far, but just from two of us. Okay. Uh, How many times are we allowed to vote? <laughs> Once. Oh, okay. Or zero sometimes. Mm. Twig looks over and she's like, was I allowed to vote? Or no. <laughs> I'm the team leader, though. That's why you don't get to vote. Because I'm too biased. Exactly. On the fact that I would have the best plan. Exactly. Your mm-hmm. vote would carry so much weight. And then everyone would feel like they need to vote for it. I mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically, just for curiosity's sake, what is your plan if you have one? Well, you guys don't need... I don't want to sway your bias. Well, it's oh. okay. You don't sway our bias because you don't vote. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. We can't... I don't know what's going on anymore. I won't She's remember telling your us plan, plan anyway, so just tell me what it is. Okay. So, one of the things that I've learned from not doing the cart race, but also just watching the cart race, is that when everyone waits to go deal with the carts and stuff... There's ways that people sabotage the competition, uh, and there could be a couple different ways. I've seen people actually infiltrate other carts and do things, and I've also seen, yes, while I've seen people tamper with stuff, I, the straight destruction of it, I think they frown upon that. Mm-hmm. So, you, so finding a way to slow the cart down without fully breaking the cart. What about during the race? During the race it's the idea is to slow it down but if you just destroy their cart then it's kind of like everyone's going to be like you're the kind of guy that's trying to win this no one's going to listen to you at the end. I want to win and also have people listen at the end. Retain your honor. The honor of the race. I respect by By slowly making it seem like they're doing just bad because I've messed with their carts enough without them knowing. Mm-hmm. So, like tying string around the wheels. Exactly, like tying string around the wheels. We need so some string. Less smashing the wheels with a hammer. That might be a bit aggressive. That ruins smashing my a wheel. Plan. Yeah, with that was hammer. mine too. My entire plan was to have more the hit someone with a hammer. This has been becoming more of a balancing act of yeah, sabotage. It, what about fire? This, this feels needlessly complicated. Why not just? Ha- 
I have, Why not just what? I don't know what's going on anymore. Okay. I'm just along for the ride. Don't worry, we're winning. So what about fire? Like if we were to have people light the carts on fire. I mean, what if you burn someone alive? That sounds like their fault for standing in the fire. I, but then it breaks the rule of you did murder them. But no, oh, they died because they stood in the fire. We're not hitting. We're not hitting them. We're hitting. Well, the that fire. just sounds like a technicality. I, that's this whole thing is. feels <laughs> like it's run on technicalities. The world runs on technicalities. <laughs> it's like well, I'm made, only oh, thirteen. Okay, hear me out. You made that hole. What if Borovic fell in that hole and died? Then you killed him. No, I would have that's had true. him stuck in there. No, but what if he died falling in the hole? I'm very small. What if he broke his neck? Fragile. Hey, so... So is it his fault for falling in the hole? Or is it your fault for making a hole? So, I'm 13. <laughs> and I'm 19. I, I have very little life experience. My hole was to prevent people from walking up and tampering with my cart. I think there's a difference between a hole and lighting someone on fire. We're not lighting You'd be surprised fire. how small that difference is. <laughs> but it's just big enough to look like murder versus an accident. It was an accident. We lit the cart on fire. They happened to be in the cart. I mean, that's that's fine to me. Just to the person that's on looking, it might not seem the same. What if we convince them? What? <laughs> I mean, I've that- had a change of careers. I must become a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> as you um, as you guys deliberate slightly with what the plan is, uh, Vralden, you make your way <laughs> over to t3 oil and you find this light you find this light white alabaster stone building it stands kind of apart from most of the other buildings as you look there is a um there's a large t with a little three kind of going off of it from the side and it's got it's like highly trafficked area and you walk inside and just see like a bunch of oil sitting everywhere a bunch of there's essentially just essential oil diffusers going on right now you see incense burning You've got like a wall of different colored mortar and pestles and um, everywhere in the uh, vicinity is pretty much like packed in some way. People are all over the place. It's like a Costco, but just for yeah. T3 oil. I'm going to buy a mortar and pestle. Yeah. You, or we'll, I'll go look at them and see what they have. Yeah. You you see there's just a whole slew of them. You keep whatever color, size. I'm going to get a basic one because I don't need a color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get the gray mortar and pestle. Pick it up and walk to the checkout. Um, and it's only going for about a silver piece. I'll take it. As uh, you walk up and the person looks at you and is like, just this? Just the pestle, mortal? Yeah. Mortar and pestle? Yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, and he backs it up, hands it to you. Uh, have a good day and please enjoy T3 oils. We are new, but we're here to stay. And he sends you on your way. And okay, then. you now have that. <laughs> Did that scene for nothing. <laughs> uh, I would then like to head into the woods. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. You go into the woods. Um, I'm looking for a specific kind of flower that is blue. It is called, uh, not wolf's bane, blue's bane. Blue's bane. Yes. Roll a nature check. <laughs> Eight. You don't find any. I have to go to my alternative. Oh my god. The purple yellow's bane. Yeah, sure. Roll one more time for me. Nine. You think you find some. Okay. I'm a, I'm a 
I'm going to take it. I will head back to the stable now. <laughs> we then jump back to, to everyone else. <laughs> okay, so we understand we're not killing, breaking, or firing carts. What can we do? Orvig is slowly realizing his set of skills is not going to be useful. <laughs> right, that's, that's, that's what I feel. <laughs> I believe it might be better if I go home and guard the cart. <laughs> Hear me out. Where my hammer will be useful. If we injure their legs so they can't push, then that's fine. Then right? we wouldn't be damaging the cart. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I guess provided that they don't have substitutes. Yeah, see, this is it. We got it. How about we don't maim people over a cart They're not maimed. A broken leg can easily be fixed with, a, like, two days of rest. Idris, I'm gonna need you to get your fucking head in the game. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be real. You're not going hard enough. How would I go guard the cart? No, I'll be guarding the cart. We all know it is me- yeah. not merely enough to defeat an enemy in battle, but your victory must be so overwhelming that your enemy's will to fight is shattered forever. Are we racing or are we killing people? We're I'm definitely confused. not killing. That's cheating. We're I, going I to mean, win this race, and by winning this race, we will win all the next races. Exactly. A blade can kill a foe, but fear can topple a kingdom. Uh, you, you see, Twig <laughs> is like, what? What is my team now? Well, As, yeah, I'm a dragonborn. Like, that's a dwarf. They're humans. Oh, I think our expertise is more in the. Killy side of things. Than it's the- not killing. It's conquest. Fight conquesty side of things. There than you go. Cart race side. We can quest conquest a cart race. Okay. Everyone I know just died, so I'm in a weird headspace right now. <laughs> I'm in my normal headspace. Just to help you understand where we're coming from. Oh, uh, okay. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, that make that make that clears everything up. Then I guess if 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 because you know so. That. Crud and I here are going to go guard the cart. Okay. And maim anyone other than Yule who come through that door. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, so what am I doing then? I don't know. My teammates are just going to guard the cart. It's turn. join us. You join them. Unless you want to come, guard the cart. I feel like I'll guard the cart just to... Make sure we don't kill anyone. Twig, we I'm not scout? sure if I guard the card so you don't kill anyone or guard the card so they don't. <laughs> guard them so they don't kill someone. Do something potentially extreme for a card race. Should we maybe save no the sabotaging for the race? I mean, we're going to have to we, track Twig them down. Twig said that we couldn't. We'd be too slow. Well, there is and, a few and, of us. And most of the... The sabotaging happens before the race. Hey, look, I got tricks up my sleeve. We can, I think we can pull this well, off. Why we don't might, we just do both? We might not need to, to do much sabotaging. Why so, don't, we, why don't we just sabotage before and during? Well, if we just wait for them to sabotage each other. Because they're going to be doing that anyways. If we just guard the card, they're going to be sabotaging. Mm, we all we, guard the card. They're all probably going to be sabotaging anyway. If we focus all of our efforts on actually, you know, winning the card race... Yes, by being good at cart racing and not and ensuring they can't win. New plan: We all go back to the stable and spend our time working and guarding the cart. Yeah, I feel like yes, I feel like that's probably the most, the least okay. insane option here. Fine, but once the dinner happens, I will go sabotaging. You, I cannot stop you. You Correct. do whatever your heart <laughs> desires. 
so, my heart desires so, so much. Um, you had an idea to upgrade your cart. It's twig. It's twig. 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 Sorry. Well, yeah, no, I was just trying to make sure all my all the bearings for the wheels were good. Um, you have to understand, I know nothing about making a cart faster out of mm. out of character. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can help get you some upgrades. Maybe we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Also, having more people to guard the cart would probably also be good for for Alden. Now, I'm not sure what's going on with him, but he seems a little out of sorts. He doesn't look I, well. He obviously left to go get stuff for animals. Hmm. I'm not sure if he should be alone. Definitely shouldn't be alone. Oh, I'll actually go now. I'll go <laughs> with you as well. You do twig things. What are yep. we doing? Are we working on the cut? Well, if your your guys' goal is to if your guys' goal is to make it faster, then we should work on it for a All little right, bit. Let's go work on the cut. Once we hit the dinner, then you can you can attempt your subterfuge. Yes. And uh, you guys have to go back to the other side, paying another copper piece on your way back. You spot me again. I don't have any copper. All right. Okay, cool. <laughs> As you pay your coppers to go back to the other side. Uh, Veraldon, you walk back and everyone's gone. Um, but you just he guess said he was go- going to the stable. Oh, you were heading back already? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you get back. You guys wait for the, you guys wait for it to come back. It comes back and you see Veraldon on the other side walking back to the stable. Perfect. Um Vraldon, you uh, get back to the stable, as you guys will shortly follow mm-hmm. uh, a few minutes later. You get back in, and uh, you see the little stable door has already been, uh, it's already ajar. Oh. I'm going to enter. Yeah. Very cautious. You enter inside the room, and uh, you see that there are two wheels just missing. That's right. The two that were very carefully placed back on. Not too long ago. They're not missing. All right. And then you guys get back. I knew we should have sabotaged. Love is down. All right. Okay. See? Um, I'm going to start trying to track whatever, wherever these wheels are. Like, see if they left any markings or something. I'm okay. going with him. Yeah. Uh, roll a survival check. Punish them. That's a... 14, 24. You, you look for footprints that are leaving outside of this uh, uh, stable, and there aren't any. Wow. The wheels haven't left here, or at least if the person that came in here, the footprints you found, they stop at the wagon, and then you see them, you don't see them back out and go any other direction. Lock the door. Bar the door with my hand. (laughs) (laughs) Put the hammer in the door. You're going to need that hammer. I take out the hammer. Perfect. I'm sorry? Are there any other doors or windows, Stick? Uh, Stick looks... She's like, well, yeah, in our loft, there's one small window. Address. All right, I'm going to go... Plato. Go to that window. Can you give me light on a stone? I'm going to go make sure that's closed. Yeah. You head up to the... It doesn't close. Oh. Uh, You get up to the top where they have all their... uh, Top of the... Uh, stable where they have all their stuff and you see they're just they've got two small little straw pallets uh, where their beds are and then they've got a little window that's just kind of a breezeway there's no um are there footprints on that side there is not up here does it look big enough people can go through it the window is big enough to where people can fit through maybe not you but like most normal people can going racist to start (laughs) searching the barn for anyone Uh, or any wheels in here i'm gonna play-doh yeah watch this window I got my eyes on it. 
And Plato will give me a little stone light thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're holding the stone like a little flashlight as you... Orvik starts stomping around looking for trap doors. Okay, yeah. Uh, Go ahead and roll a investigation check with advantage. Okay, cool. I would like to divine sense to see if demons stole the wheels. (laughs) Okay, yeah, demons stole the wheels. The cause of everything bad. No, demons did not steal the wheels. Damn it! (laughs) What did you get for your investigation check? I got a 15. All right. Uh, You're walking around with the light, and uh, you're not seeing any notable spots. Um, You can definitely follow that the... uh, Seeing the tracks, they did not leave the area. You do, however, you note as uh, Borvik stomping around, the floor of the stables are... uh, is hollow. So there's something underneath the stable floors. Twig. Yeah. Did you know that you have a basement? Well, yeah, technically, yeah. <sighs> okay, let's investigate down there. How do we get into the basement? She got the door. So you're saying you should stay and guard the door like he's guarding understood, the window. Understood, understood. Uh, she pushes the wagon forward. Oh, actually, laboredly because there's, a, there's wheels missing. I will help. <laughs> she, Yeah, you guys push it over and you can see there's this... Uh, Basically, just this floorboard where she untaches a latch, opens it up, and you guys can see the, a stairway that leads down into the basement. Little ladder. I don't. It's not my basement, so I just don't really mess with it too much. Does it, does it look like the trap door could have been opened with the um the cart over it? It does. Hmm. Um, does look like it could have been opened with the cart over it. Whose basement is it? Then? Uh, it's Joris. Uh, Joris is the one that's uh, the stable master here. Mm. Um, so I guess it's technically his. I'm assuming he doesn't own the building, but he is stable master, so it's his basement. Mm-hmm. Into All the right. basement. Into the basement. Uh, yeah, you guys uh, hop down there. Basically, it's only a few feet down, and land on the ground. And the light kind of shines open the area, and you see there's a bunch of supplies in this room, and. Uh, the first thing you immediately catch the sight on is there is a wheel just underneath the, just sitting out in the open. Looks like it was dropped. And then there is a small little window that leads uh, essentially to the out. It looks like a small rectangle that a very nimble person could probably fit through. Uh, but the other wheel looks like it uh, was also, it very clearly looks like it was just tucked away to not to be found. Whoever took the stuff just placed it here thinking you guys probably wouldn't find it anyways. Mm. Okay, but you can off, definitely see that the foot, the footprints look like they came in from this way. Okay. Firstly, these are very bad thieves. Maybe it's they just, just the spirit of the contest. You're getting the right I, idea. I, I think yes. I'm understanding okay. this now, which means we have a new plan. We should steal the cartwheels from the uh, <laughs> the logging company and use them for our wheels, and then give them our bad wheels. No offense, Twig. That's okay, I was still working on them. They would have been better, but they're not going to get my better stuff. Okay. So, both the wheels were down here? Yeah, both the wheels were down there. Alright, let's grab them. And yes. then, uh... Hmm. Y'all? Y'all hang out here. I'll, I'll be back. I'll go can figure I, out what I can. At. I will... Can I borrow your hunting trap? Oh, God. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god did we ever clarify what kind of trap it's it was? a bear trap okay. it was established i was like oh, sorry i guess we yeah. they I had the bear trap that. before the yeah before we started everything yeah it's a bear trap okay beautiful oh no <laughs> i can go with you for elden <clears throat> all right i'll have to find some own alternative means um, there is a bunch of rakes and other tools down here Hmm. Okay. Are you trying to scout out where? Yeah, I was going to follow the tracks. So the tracks you see, they came in from below the floor. You're able to yeah. narrowly move yourself out of the window and get up to the top. And uh, it gets to the point where you hit the road, and it gets hard to track because it's it's muddy road as I described. So there's yeah. footprints going everywhere. Um. So you know whoever it is knew to sneak down this yeah. way. Um. <laughs> Who owns the stable? Lavin. Lavin. Where does Lavin live? Sorry, who all would know this place has a basement? Well, first of all, uh, Joris, stable hand or stable master. Lavin is the owner of it. And those are the two I think that would. Well, this entrance isn't really hidden. It's just a window in the bottom. Oh. Uh, so I don't know if it's really hidden or anything. Oh, yeah. Never mind then. <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm going Hurt. to people over Hurt. a cart race. A bunch. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's against my nature. Anyways, going to put a bunch of boxes, like oh. all of them, every last one down here in front of that window. Oh, yeah, you could stack enough boxes to like, make it look like it's blocked up. All of them. You put like I want a giant to not be able to push these boxes out of the way. Yeah, you could probably put enough up there to where a person that could fit through this probably couldn't push them out of the way. That um, should be enough. Yeah. And no one was injured. I think I'll go with Adris. Because Adris said he wanted to come along earlier. Uh, to the places Twig was talking about, about like where their carts would probably be. Oh, you want to you yeah. search for where they like, could like be? Not, yeah. Okay. At least scout it, not necessarily. She leads you guys um, just a little bit out uh, outside or back to the other side of the town where uh, she kind of points at a couple buildings along the way. And she's like, well, that right there is the uh, the Lord's uh, house. And you can see it's just like this large stone building, which serves as like his hold. And she's like, there's a garden out back, which has this big greenhouse. And in that greenhouse, there was a year where the loggers actually stored it in there because they didn't think, no one thought that we would, they would go to the extent of storing it on the Lord's property. So if you want to check there, you would have to get into the Lord's grounds to check. So that is a problem, which I mean, they won that year. So because no one messed with their cart. Um, so that was a factor. But if, uh, if there's that one and then she basically goes around and gestures to where the uh, riverboat area is, essentially where the riverboat crossing side is, and points out and is like, in there, there's the fishers, there's two more docks along upriver, and they've stored theirs inside the actual fishing, uh, inside their actual fishing houses there, and you could check those as well. Uh, but the downside is if we break up the wrong stuff then one they could potentially know that we tampered with their incorrect stuff and that doesn't necessarily know they'll know who did it Borvik Plato 
I think we should focus our endeavors on improving the cart. Agreed. <laughs> I have some ideas. I, I believe think that. we should attach spikes to the wheels of the cart mm. so we can ram it into other carts. That's an idea. Jimmy's sitting here like, I have so many mechanics for this race <sighs> that I'm just like, hmm, spikes. <laughs> That's something I could have thought about. <laughs> <laughs> Plato, uh-huh. I would like to use your brain All right. to help figure out how to attach the spikes. <laughs> well. Which, which also reminds me. Didn't you uh, buy ball bearings? I do, yeah. Mm. He's really into this. We have to conquer the race! Oh, well, now he's really into it. <laughs> well, in my professional opinion, <laughs> I would say we should start with finding some spikes and um, take things from there. <laughs> okay. I will go to a blacksmith. <laughs> and see if they have spikes or pythons. Yeah, you can actually find pythons within the barn, uh, within the uh, stable too. Even better, uh, which is enough to where you guys could actually uh, attach, affix them to your uh, uh, wagon pretty safely too. Perfect. Uh, and it wouldn't take too much of you. You just hammer it in from one right. side, but it is adding weight to your cart too. It's okay. Uh, we're strong. <laughs> It's just adding weight every time you uh, hammer one in. What you do note as well, uh, Plato, is that you know they did go looking to replacing your guys' uh, two of your wheels at least with uh, the either loggers or fishers' wheels. Mm-hmm. So if you guys do that, you would be giving them now pitten wheels. Hmm. We'll wait to install until after we know if we're getting better wheels. Ooh, we could just load it up with stuff, like just... Throw heaps of metal all over it to make it super, super heavy. That is brilliant. We should do that as well. <laughs> Take like a. We'll give like them a, the heaviest wheels. Cut like a pie out of it, and so it's just like clunk, and then it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> it clunks every once in a while yeah. on its way over. Like a. One Can of we boots? make? Hmm, wait, no. Can't do anything to the wheels until we know that we have new wheels. Because if we sabotage our own wheels, and you're then stuck we have with them. to use yeah. them. Let's not put the okay, horse so, before the so carriage we'll here. Yes, correct. All right. Yes. The, wait, that's how we want the horse to go, though. Let's not put the saying before the punchline. Yes. An often used term in my world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you hear everyone in the streets, let's not often use the... Use the uh, joke, whatever the fuck he said. <laughs> <laughs> you know that saying. That saying. Put the punchline before the saying. No, no, it was the saying before the punchline. But that's how it's supposed to go. Don't want to uh, put your prefix before your suffix. How the co- yeah, yeah, cookies. Yes, you do. <laughs> Don't, uh... Address, you and Veralden mm-hmm. have made your way over to... Which of the places would you have liked to go to? Okay, so what are our options again? So you had the greenhouse, which was on the Lord's, essentially on the Lord's estate, mm-hmm. be basically beyond his fence and into his backyard, in a general sense. And then upriver, there are three different, like, fishing areas that have, like, domiciles next to the river. And you know that things, per twig, things have been stored there mm. on occasion. Well, we could probably check the Lord's Manor first if we want to trespass. Um, 
And then after that, we could check the fishing areas. I agree. So, I guess... Um, I'll, we'll head to the Lord's uh, place. Okay. You guys head just... <laughs> you head just down the road a little bit. You walk up to the front gate of this of uh, this Lord's... Uh, this lord's estate and you see it's got this like iron wrought fence that's right outside the front affixed to it are basically um, essentially spikes at the end of the fence just kind of deterring people from walking onto the ground and uh, you see a group of guards kind of standing up at the front it's a smaller town it's not immortals immortal guards on this side of the town and the immortal guards are the as we know, are like the hired professionals by the sovereignty. These are actual like city guards. Wasn't necessarily trying to talk to them. Can we loop around to the back? Because I assume the greenhouse is towards the back. Yeah. Like just around around the property into the back. Yeah. You loop around to the back of the uh, back of the property and you could see essentially the greenhouse uh, the structure is affixed a detached portion of the uh, building that is the hold uh, of his uh, of his home and the structure itself is not like there's not like people watching it or anything but the question also begs like how did they get a cart over this iron wrought fence which is like up to about 7 feet tall hmm. maybe they had like a block and tackle or something <laughs> <laughs> you see uh, you see from just the sunlight out on the road, movement from the inside of the greenhouse, though. Do you want to try to get a better look as to what or who's in there? Are the, So, like, is this property, like, surrounded by nothing or, like, by, like, trees? By nothing, I mean, like... You're not really in a forest anymore at yeah, this it's point. Like, yeah, it's relatively flat terrain with a... Uh, no, the, the biggest like amenity feature is the water off in the distance from the river, but it's not a really very hilly land right here. Right. And how tall was the fence? About seven feet tall. Seven feet. All right. Wait right here. Okay. I'm going to stealthily get up that fence. And Do you want a boost? Probably. I'll give you a boost. All right. Uh, roll a stealth check and... That should be it. With a boost from address, you could probably get up there. I have advantage from my boots. Right. Service you're moving from. Yeah. Um, and I rolled a 17 plus my stealth, which is 4. So an 11. Okay. Or 21. <laughs> okay. With a 21. Uh, you get over to the other side and are moving as quiet as possible. Yeah. Um, as you move up to essentially where the greenhouse wall is, there is a single door. Um, you can see um, this, in, this enclosed area is basically darkened and, uh, or I guess, shrouded in the manner that it is just like not a, no glass windows or anything like that, yeah. except for from the top. Okay. Yeah. So glass roof and uh, from... From afar, from you can see, like, yeah, there's the there is a there is a door that leads into this area, but nothing appears to be like all locked up or anything. I will peek in the door. Yeah, you just give it a little, open it up, and look inside, and you see essentially just a person, uh, 
what looks to be like shining some, putting some polish on uh, the side of this uh, wagon. And you see uh, he doesn't take immediate notice to you, but there does appear to be a full wagon in here. Hmm. All right. Can I like, is he looking like towards the door or like? He is looking at the wagon right now. Okay. I guess I haven't seen the other wagon, so I can't be sure. Yeah. Um, I'm going to back off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back over the fence. Okay. You back up, run back to address, and hop back over. <laughs> Hello. All right. There is a wagon in there. But I think we should check the, the other places first to compare. Like, I taking mental note of what this wagon looked like. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That way we can, like, determine the differences and which one's probably the real one. All right. But there's for sure one in here. Gotcha. Yeah. Go ahead and roll the both of you uh, investigation checks. Investigation. I'm very good at these with my minus one. Mm-hmm. In my nine. 17. All right. With the two of you looking around, doing the best you can, Address, you're just, you're really just along for the ride at this point. There's some good at noticing things, but when I start looking more in depth, it gets tricky. <laughs> it gets hard to notice, truly. Uh, you see, having scouted out the rest of these few places, um, of the, of the four locations that you had known with Twig, uh, you notice that the, uh, the resident that you came from the first time had the shiniest looking cart. The other three, however, had rather dingy looking carts, except for the last one, which had, uh, the cart was probably not the best appealing as far as like, it looked like it was a little marked up, but it did have some like advertisements on it. Didn't Twig say something about the real one would have the logos and stuff? Oh, that's fair. I think that sounds... That tracks. Okay. So. Okay, what we could do... Yeah. Like, take some of the dingy wheels, put them on this advertising cart, and then take the wheels from the, like, shiny cart we saw, put them on our cart, and put our cart's wheels on that cart. (laughs) <laughs> the triple car wheel switch the triple car wheel it hasn't been done in forever just cause it could be either or uh, I'm here for this so you're saying give yourself half good wheels at best no 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 we're yeah. giving we're taking all the good wheels from the shiny cart oh from the shiny cart oh. and then we're switching okay so good wheels <laughs> go on our cart um wait shiny wheels yeah, shiny wheels go on our cart our shitty wheels go on shiny cart Mm-mm. Go on advertising cart. Then advertising cart wheels go on shiny cart. Okay. Or hold on, hear me <laughs> out. And then we put advertisements from another company. I don't know why I'm condoning this. Hear, hear me out. <laughs> You're getting into the spirit of the race. We put I don't like two that. of our wheels on the shiny cart and take two of the shiny cart wheels. And then we put our other two wheels on the advertisement cart and take two of the advertisement wheels. I feel it would be best if the stones. wheels matched. Maybe, but... Probably. Fair enough. (laughs) Mm. You know, when you prep for stuff like this, you don't plan for, like, the wheels becoming the integral part. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing a switch-a-witch-a-witch. You stole the wheels. (laughs) You made them the integral part. (laughs) 
but there were other things you could have stolen. Like what? The other parts of the cart. Like what? All right, you tell me. You're the one that's good with carts. My character's carts. I'm not good with carts. I don't know shit about carts. I know they got wheels, and then they got like the part that you would attach to a horse, and that's it. Got axles. It's got axles. We have like a handsaw at the shed. Yeah. Are you gonna handsaw something? Maybe. Okay, you'll hear me out. We gotta put dirt on the carts. Okay. Is that it? No, because according to Feng Shui, all right, so Feng Shui, there's, you got fire, earth, metal, water, and wood, and each one either complements or whatever the opposite, I can't remember the word, the, not complements, destroys <laughs> mm. the other. And wood counters? destroys, counters, that's the word, invisible voice in my head. <laughs> what? <laughs> so wood counters earth and vice versa. So wood and earth don't like each other. Mm. So if we just put rocks and dirt on the cart, then their carts will fail. Doesn't wood grow in the earth? Twig looks over. <laughs> I I get maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Dirt. I mean, dirt would at least make it to where their advertisements look bad. And that would send a message to them that they're bad at advertising. Or metal. I think metal would also work. Aren't the carts made of metal, too? Okay, listen, don't think about it too hard, okay? <laughs> You're not even here right now. Oh, were you just talking to Veraldin? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well. So that's why they were thinking, okay, I didn't know they knew that. Because they were thinking of putting metal on the wheels to make them all crappy. Hmm. So you mean, weren't here for that. No, you weren't there for that. So meanwhile, back at everything, she's like, so what if we put dirt on our cart so they think it's bad and they don't come at it? That would make our cart bad. Well, what, why is that? Because it has dirt on it. I was hoping he was going to say because it's not feng shui. <laughs> <laughs> just out of the blue. I don't know what feng shui is. <laughs> what, if, what if it's just got dirt on it so it uh, throws people off? Yeah, but, then, but then they don't take our cart because it's bad. We don't want them to take our cart. Yep. They won't mess with our cart. But we also want our cart to be good. Mm. I think we should just upgrade it and then keep part of our cart. Well, I don't think we should keep all... We definitely could pillage and plunder. Well, at least one of us keep part or of Or more accurately, Address Conquest. and you guys arrive back with this newfound information to the rest of the group. Okay. Okay. So there's two that might be, might be the real one. <laughs> they've got one that's got a bunch of ad- advertisements on it. Mm-hmm. And they've got it's one that's really shiny. Hmm. Oh, Twig, which do you think it would be? Do they typically come out pretty shiny or are they advertised a lot more? They're or? usually shiny and advertised. Oh, that's okay. the thing. That's the... Or sure the shiny one didn't have any advertisements. You didn't see any advertisements. Yes. <laughs> you didn't do a full like walk around though. Yeah. Okay. Is it possible the dinged up advertised cot is the previous year's cot? And that's why it's dinged up. Was it dinged up? The one that was with the advertisements. Yeah, it was. It was a little dingy. Oh, but it did have the advertisements right. on it. Was the kicker? So maybe they set it out as bait because it was the previous year's cot. There's a chance. I That's think we should I'm take saying. both of their wheels. Just all I of them. Agreed. And then we can give them our bad wheels. Make sure our. So okay. Wait. Sands. So we need to make four more wheels then. Correct. We'll make square wheels. Well, those aren't wheels. Those are squares. 
Trust me, the wheels. You, uh... Who is going to make wheels? Why don't we yeah. just leave them wheelless? Why are we giving them wheels? Because it's not in the spirit of the game. What is... Okay. <laughs> just... <laughs> we have to give them a chance. I like the start just of the race. Just not much of one. Well, we've got over here this guy with square wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he's going far. <laughs> it's like the, uh, the odd callback to a SpongeBob reference to none of you have probably watched of when they've got the rock that ends up winning first oh, yeah, place in the rock, snail yeah. races. <laughs> it's, it's not a boulder. It's a it's rock. A... Okay, also, I think I got it wrong. So, it's... Demons. Why? <laughs> I told you. <laughs> uh, Anyways, you got it you got wrong about feng shui? Anyways, no, so, metal destroys wood. Because metal mm. cuts wood. Mm -hmm. Wood destroys earth, because wood consumes earth. Mm. Okay. See, so, that's why we'll put metal spikes yes. in our wood cot to destroy their wood cots. I think that works. Exactly. I hope we're not that close to them, to be honest. Well, we could ram into them, you know, and destroy their cots, but I will be fine because it has spikes on it. That's true. They don't really teach you how to apply this stuff to cart racing. <laughs> <laughs> to fun try to cart racing? I can easily adapt conquests into cart racing. Which is scary. Everything can be conquered. Uh, yeah, at this time, you guys see a person just kind of walks inside, uh, inside the door to the uh, stable, and he just kind of like stares blankly, and he's like, um, hey, Twig, a moment of your time? And uh, yeah, you see this guy that uh, looks to be probably well into his 30s and um, looks very patient with Twig and kind of kneels down as she walks up, get, Twig, gets on her this? level. Uh, Twig's like, oh, no, no, don't, don't worry about it. It's, don't, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, she's like, it's, it's Lavin. Hammer. It's Lavin. <laughs> uh, you see she walks over, talks to him for a couple minutes. He's like, all right, just, um, yeah, hey, will you, we just had some people walk by and a lot of the, um, a lot of our hay uh, just got disheveled. Will you go take care of that for me? And uh, she like runs out and she gets, uh, you see she gets crud to go with her. And then uh, you see Lavin kind of walks in, walks up to you guys. Uh, he's like, hey, so you're the new team for uh, for Twig then, right? Yes. Right. I, she said something about a lot of emotions in this one. Uh, hey, this is her first year doing this and um, I don't know how personally involved you guys are into it. I can't see. I'm seeing that there's a lot of emotions uh, on some of you, at least uh, facially, of course. So no one can actually hear it other than it being said. Uh, but uh, hey, so her parents aren't really around. So I just I don't want anyone like coming in here and giving her any false hope to say like, Hey, what kind of false hope? Well, you know, do you think we aren't going to win? It's not that. Uh, like, it's just, really tower over him. <laughs> yeah, and he like looks up, like he's just he. You can tell this dude's just like trying to be respectful to Twig, but like he is severely just intimidated by your presence, and he's just like, yeah. Um, all I'm trying to say is that you know. If we build it up too much, I don't want her to be hurt if uh, you guys build it up a lot. It doesn't work out for uh, her. It is her first year entering the kart race and everything. Um, yeah, her uh, her and Crud's parents were uh, 
one of her parents was drafted off, so uh, they're not really around. And then uh, Mind Fog took uh, took their mom, so they've been crashing here for a little bit. Um, and what? What fog? Mind Fog. It's one of the new things now in town, at least. I, you haven't. I haven't heard about that. Oh, it's, it's is it a drug? No, of course oh, not. Thank God. <sighs> no, are you guys doing drugs? Please don't. One I of us know. has a history. He's off of it now. We're just trying to keep it that way. Mind fog. It just it, once you have it, you just wander off into the forest, and uh, well, you usually don't come back. Sounds like the work of demons. Glances at Alden for a second. Hmm. <laughs> well, he came back this time. Well, some people have come back. Oh, okay, exactly. That sounds like a problem for after the race because it's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, demons. Well, okay. In the meantime, it sounds like our little twig needs a win. Exactly. Yes. I'm all for you guys getting a win for her. I, I just no, no, want to no, not for her with her with her. Yes, of course. In a little crud as well. He hasn't, of course. But you know, he can't enter the race. So. Yeah, he would like to participate, but he cannot enter the race. I understand. In, um, but I just wanted to make it clear that as long as just make sure she's safe in all regards to that. We don't really have any place to send children whose parents ended up as they do. And she's basically an adult now anyway. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I was adult at the age of seven. So, yeah. It's, I guess, whenever it calls you to be. Um, She's been really working up on this one. She, she, you, you know, when you hear her working and practicing her speech, it's the, uh, it's that part that kind of, it's going to hurt more for me if uh, people come in here and give her false hope. Oh, don't worry. There's nothing false about it. So I speak only truth. Okay. Just, I, I really want to believe you in that, but I'll, I'll do my, I'll just do my due diligence on that. And, uh, Hold off. But uh, either way, since you guys are here, if you're staying here, I can always use some work, uh, use some help around here. Working on the car. Just got, okay. Get, get the fuck <laughs> okay. out of here. Have a good day. <laughs> you're going to just bring down the mood and then ask us to work for you? Get out. <laughs> okay, this is my building. Um, I just want to. Oh, I mean. Is, I, is it your building? It is, is my it, building. Do you want to kick us out? right now? Would you like to kick us out right now? Listen. Do you think you could kick us out right now? I'm. <laughs> So I'm just gonna go. <laughs> um, if you, your you best. need to help with that. No, well, the cart. The cart. I'm yeah. He uh, just slinks out the door, oh, leaving you guys with your cart. All right, we have okay. to win. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess we do now. Anyways, let's work on the cart. Yeah, you guys. Uh, we're just going to. I think an appropriate thing is you guys should tell me what cool feature you want to add to the cart, and we'll have you roll a, a very a variant of success on this. And you can use a skill appropriate to what what you're doing. So basically, what you say, I'll have I'll tell you what skill you need to roll to see okay. how successful it is. Who would like to upgrade the cart first? No, we're stealing wheels, right? Yes. Okay. Me and Varad are stealing wheels, so we can't really upgrade. No, of course. Well, There's only that, three. That in itself is an upgrade. Yeah, that in itself is wheels. an upgrade. We're gonna. Uh, that'll your guys's role will be the variant of success in how well you steal these wheels of our wheel grand switcheroo thing. Yes, the wheel, the grand wheel switcheroo. Yes, the grand wheel switcheroo of current year. Yes, 
the grand wheels, which are of the current year today. Yes, okay. which is something, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, we'll start with we'll start with the two of you, Veralden. Which one are you going to target? Replacing the wheels, or are you going to target uh, st- uh, essentially stealing the other wheels that you want? Stealing the wheels that we want. Okay. I mean, we are replacing them as we are do. you. Are you going to replace any wheels? That's the. That's also. I mean, we kind of have to. It's in the spirit yeah. of. We don't have to physically. We could just leave. We could just leave them in yes. the building. Yeah, yeah. You can just leave them in the building. And you also are you stealing all eight wheels, one from each of the two wagons, or are you just picking one? I mean, we're at least stealing all of the ones we're going to put on our cart. Yeah, we'll look at the shiny cart. And that's we'll the one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, stealing from the shiny cart. And you're going to leave wheels with the shiny cart. You're leaving your old wheels with the shiny cart. Okay. We're going right. to make our wheels bad. All right. Um, sand them down slightly. Make them very thin. Okay, yeah. So one of you roll for making the wheel, your current wheels bad. The other person roll for basically replacing it all. Um, I, f- I should probably roll for making our wheels bad. <laughs> okay. And you will roll for replacing them. So, what skill do you think would be appropriate for place? I think stealth would be appropriate. Yeah, again. I was like, stealth is really the only thing. I'm and on. for making them bad, I w- what do you think would be the uh, <laughs> appropriate <laughs> role for making wheels bad? Athletics? Are you just beating the shit out of the wheels? I mean, I worth gluing metal with spikes. <laughs> and- no, 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 no. We're like making them weak structurally. Yeah, probably some form of athletics. Or- okay. I don't have wood covers, tools. No, that's fine. I get it. You want to punch the you want to punch the wheels. Probably, I don't want to break them. No, punch them but without breaking like, them. If they were to be used, okay, they would probably break cool. pretty soon. Probably. This die has rolled seventeen three times in a row. That's good. We need it. <laughs> um, anyways, I got a twenty-one on my stealth check. A twenty. The exact okay. That's the exact yeah. same roll from before. Yeah. Yeah. You you replace or basically you go and are replacing these just fine. We're gonna see how shitty quality address makes them. I got uh, that 20 for 25. Oh, my God. The you shittiest make, wheels. You punch them into a square. <laughs> <laughs> but they still look round. But so. somehow from a distance, they look round. <laughs> no one will notice. Not, Sorry, no. from up close, they look round. From a distance, they look like... <laughs> no, it's like... From, no. from the right <laughs> distance, they look square. But if it's too far or too close, it looks round. Yeah, from the right angle. Yeah. In- inspection. In the right distance, light. In the right angle. Yeah. On if a Tuesday. Someone with a good cart eye can tell they're square. Other normal people can only see circles. Yes. You have made perfect cir- squares. <laughs> All these squares make a circle. Exactly. Then if right. we have more time, mm-hmm. I'd like to do one other thing, but that's only if we have time. Yeah, we'll go through and yeah. see what upgrades people have in mind. With our new wheels. With your new wheels brought to you that are not punched in a square. Correct. I would like to put spikes on them so we can use them as defense and offense. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, as you want to put spikes on the wheels. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that would probably be some form of like athletic check to aggressively put them in. I agree. 20. <laughs> A nat 20 or just 20 total. 20 total. Okay, yeah. Just you push your hand down into the wood and just push these pittens inside inside and they just cleanly go into the wheels um it looks like these wheels were already designed for racing well exactly um anyone else got any ideas i'd like to use my hammer to uh kind of tap the axles and make sure that the alignment is perfectly Ooh, on point good alignment okay yeah um what do you think would be inappropriate i'm thinking a either a sleight of hand 
or I'll let you make a attack roll. Mm. Yeah, well, sleight of hand is plus zero, so <laughs> attack roll is probably better. All right, but you could damage the axle if you roll bad enough. I'll just don't roll bad. Oh, okay. Thanks. Here, hold on. <laughs> I bless you. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Because <laughs> you can add a d4 to your skill check with the blessed spell. Attack roll. Oh, to your attack roll, yeah. Oh, what is it? Um, three. You plus got that plus one, half. one. So four plus seven. So eleven. Eleven. So your align aligning it doesn't go perfect. You get you clean it up a little bit, but you haven't put yourself in a better position more than anything. Beautiful. I um, tried. If yeah, you you didn't realize break it. <laughs> you didn't break it. Let's go with that. <laughs> We're not worse off. Yeah, I'm that's just the saying, key. Eleven is close. If anything, middle. you probably did break it a little bit, but in the manner of now you understand where she leans. So when you push the whack and you know which way the wheel needs to be a figure or if wheel, you when you when you're pushing the wagon, you know that you have to push it at a certain angle so to get it to run perfect. I didn't fix the alignment, but I did discover the alignment. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You understand the cart better. You feel more at you feel more feel more in touch Fantastic. with it. Fantastic. Put you in charge of driving. <laughs> I'll take it. Plato has recently purchased a few mystery bags. Um, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> with potential that could potentially be quite potentious. <laughs> so potentially could be quite potentious. Yes, is that what you said? They have the potential to be quite potentious. So I'm gonna pop one open real quick. Um, yeah. Can you go ahead and roll me a D100? Now these items were bought just before we started our game. Um, so he gets to roll D100 and he will find out what mystery item he has gotten. Hiya. I rolled a 57. All right. With a, uh, <laughs> you find an old indecipherable treasure map. Oh, perfect. Oh, perfect. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to scrounge around some sticks. Okay. Probably this, the, one of those sticks that's, uh, it's kind of bendy. It's hard to like, you can't really snap it in half a flexible stick. Okay, yeah, one of those, yeah, a flexible stick, I yes. gotcha. I'm actually quite good at finding those, because they're, they're uh, useful for many things in survival. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scrounge together a few of those and uh, tie them up with um, some, some, uh, some string from the bag that I opened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to align this map to it and create a cool logo to stick onto the roof of our cart here. Oh, so like a little sail almost? Yeah, like a little flag. Okay, a little flag that is a treasure map. Yes. Okay, sorry, indecipherable treasure map. Okay, and you fix that to it, and that is to help you how? Uh, Makes us look cool. It's purely a um, an aesthetic boost. Mm, okay, it's like I want you, you know, to roll a. I have an idea. I think you should roll a intimidation check yeah. to intimidate the other drivers while you are riding. Um, fifteen. He dropped it on the wrong side. Oh. Yeah. What side was it on? It was an eight. No. Oh, was it? Five. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no. We were off by ten. So Okay. So yeah, it is it does unfortunately in the end just happen to look like a treasure. People may be more inclined to like bump into you now to see this treasure map. That's fine. We have spikes. <laughs> so um We have a boost now. Yeah, have- and it does create some form of wind resistance when you are pushing it as well. But that's okay. 
It's a it's a, it's a boost in disguise, as as a, the saying. Treasure goes. map is the size of ten by ten treasure map. Oh, is it? Yeah, just illegible. Mm-hmm. Worst comes to worst, we we could cut it off and use it as a weapon. They'll, they'll blind people. Yes. Oh, actually, <laughs> I would like to have a a uh the the string that's attaching it to our vehicle. I'd like there to be like a little dangly part I can pull to release it so I can fall upon the, the <laughs> into someone else's you. yeah so someone's <laughs> ganging on us I can release it and it'll fly in there okay yeah we sure why not <laughs> you rolled a five and it's not helping you any other way than this perfect I've modified our boost <laughs> okay sure that is allowed I think we're ready it's already ready Twig. for the races uh, yes what do you want to name the cart oh the cart Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, it already technically had a name. Uh, so it's Twig's it? cart. Oh, okay. Because of my cart. Name. Beautiful. Yes, makes Beautiful. sense. It's because I made it. Yeah, you did. Okay, good. I just... No, it's a good name. And uh, and it and tells everyone whose cart it is. And it's you know also it's going to do? Gets to the point. It's going to win. That's what I meant, getting to the point. Yeah. That's the finish line. Yes. Which we will win. Okay. Well, the cart doesn't have to get to the finish line technically. Which reminds us. Crossing the river. Address. Yes. Not address. Plato. Aw. Levithix. Can you freeze the river? Like, nothing tire, just enough for us to walk across. I'll tell you what. No. What about you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, absolutely not. Can you freeze the river? No. I have holy powers. Address. Yes. How good are you at swimming? You can run fast. Can you oh, swim fast? Swimming's a penalty. Dang. And most of the time, if people do fall in the water, they end up like about 500 yards down the river anyways. It flows really fast. Not me. Oh my god. How do the logs work then? You have to jump fast. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Okay. Does so anyone do have get the cart? Okay, over? wait, no. You don't the cart to. doesn't have to go over. Oh. Are, do you know if there's any like branches over the river? There's not enough trees in the area to branch over. Yeah, it's 50 feet. I was mainly talking about pulling over out and pulling. Oh, Opa and the end of Jones style, if you will. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> it is fifty feet. It could help. Maybe less logs. We'll see. I'm just throwing ideas. At the wall <clears throat> no, here. Uh, any other ideas? All for it. So um, getting over the river? worst comes to worst, we fall back on logs. Okay, so we're trying. Okay, we're working for a plan other than the logs. Correct. Okay. Hmm. Okay, wait. Question. I also have 50 feet of rope, at least. Mm-hmm. So, I would probably be the most able to get across to the other side. So, one of us could hold one end of the rope, and I could bring it to the other side of the river. And we could use that as a sort of, well, at the very least, some form of aid. At worst, only one of us needs to get to the finish, right? No, everyone has to make it. Okay, okay, good to know. So then, yes, that that could be that could be useful. Okay, so we have rope to aid nets. We could probably just buy a net if we if we tie up a bunch of nets together. We could use the nets to keep the logs in place. Good. Let's go get some nets. You have a hand as well, don't you? That you can a hand create, like a earth hand. Yeah, yeah, I do. I have earthen grasp. If Does that help. count as a rock, though? We're not filling the river with rocks. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll be fine. It's using the rocks already in the river. Exactly. 
Could the could the earth grasp the log and hold it in place? You could definitely grasp the rope on the other side of the river. That would work. And then the rope can be attached to the nets to hold the logs in place, yeah? Well, we're going to have a problem with the nets, too, because most shops are starting to close. I can run fast. <laughs> he can. Uh, run, roll an athletics check. Okay. <laughs> Back in you step of the wind here? I don't know. You step of the wind. I can do step of the uh, wind. What is the, uh, what did you roll? I rolled a eight. I will let you oh use step of the wind to have advantage. Do we really want well, nets? Yes. Okay, I'll <laughs> do that. Oh boy. <laughs> as you, yeah, you basically take off running as fast. You basically see a guy like, uh, down the road, he's like flipping the sign and you're on, you're like on the little, um, Bridge that takes you across to the other side of the town. Like, he sees some guy just sprinting full force at his shop with lightning sparking arcs off of him. <laughs> and he's slowly turning the sign from open to close. That's a ten. I think it's cocked. It's on the dice. <clears throat> Would you agree that it's cocked? I, it's on the dice. I mean. It's Is it sitting normally? It's on the dice. It's on the dice. It's on I'll the let dice. you roll it. Okay, all right. Oh. It's gotta be not on the They're dice. just gonna complain if I don't. I'm using a different dice. That's a good idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That should be my rule. You have to use that dice again. Do I? Yeah, okay, because... <laughs> Damn it. Right. That's what yeah. happens. I let Come you on. bullshit, I bullshit. Yes! 20. Okay. <laughs> you, you see, you're, like, waiting, going across, and then this guy, this guy is, like, flipping the sign over, and you're just sprinting down the street as fast as you can, and he's like, we're close, in slow-mo as you run up. Just, like, <laughs> kick the door open. <laughs> oh, my God. Running. <laughs> Next. <laughs> How he many? Like, he like have. walks inside and he's like, all of them. Oh. Oh, he's like, oh, welcome there. Uh, you're looking for nets. Then. How many do you have? Oh, you know, we've got a couple. Yes, all of them. Yeah, all of them. See, how much do they cost? Well, if it's uh, oh, how much do they cost? Yes. Two gold a piece. So how many do you have? Uh, we've got three. Six gold. Throw on the counter. <laughs> mm. Oh, oh well, it's thank better you than nothing. Well, thank you then. And he's like, wow. Two gold a piece for nets. It seemed to work. I guess that's the you showed up late uh, sort of thing. How but if you, you want better quality nets, you could always go to the fishers up the stream to over the there. To the fishers. Roll <laughs> 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 another d20 to see if you can make it to them before they close. 21. Okay. <laughs> it's only getting better. <laughs> you guys just hear, like, you guys just see Adris sprint somewhere. You see him sprinting another direction. The lightning from the sprinting yeah. thunder There's like storms. cracks of lightning going off <laughs> in the distance. And then uh, you end up and uh, you run up to this the uh, this fishing hut and you see a guy comes to the door. Like, it says, like, closed, but you can hear him, like, cleaning up the business on the inside. You just open the door. Nets. A guy just looks at you. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! What? How many nets do you have, and how many can I buy? How many nets do I have? We fish here. We have so many nets. How much for do your one. nets cost? Nets? Yes. You're looking for like ours? Buying? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, big nets. Big. Oh, that changes things. About three gold. And you have a lot. I'm how assuming. many do you need? Fifty feet is the length of the river. How big exactly are they? I mean, they're like 10, 10 feet wide. Even. Five. Okay, question. Uh, yes. What do you need these nets for? Racing. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you're here for the racing thing. I gotcha. Okay, yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Well, if you're part of the racers, I get you one gold nets. 
Same oh, same okay. nets, one goal. All right. Because you're part you of the race. Very much. Very appreciated. Um, have an extra two gold because thank you. Oh, perfect. Thanks. And he hands you five big nets. All right. I have five big nets and three dinghy nets. I will run back to the bar. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, have a good night. Yes. He's like, yeah, no, we're close enough to head to the head to the party before the uh, race tomorrow. Okay, cool. Have a good night. Right, yeah, you leave him. Okay, perfect. <laughs> you just run back to everyone else. So it's been like 30 seconds. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Veraldin. Did you leave for the nets? Veraldin's over there. Nets. I'm trying. <laughs> I'll throw <laughs> probably around like 80 feet total of nets on the ground. Nets. All right. We should tie these nets together. Would this be illegal yes. because it stops things from flowing down the river? Only temporarily. Wait. You realize mm-hmm. nets have massive holes in them, right? right. Well, yeah, but Would like, nets so, be illegal? Well, I don't think the nets... I mean, usually the nets are tied off to things and they have weights at the end, so the weights will probably go down, but it'll still float. It should still float down the river. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, it'll yes. be fine. Unless it's tied off to something. It'll, they don't have heavy enough weights, I, I'd say, to we could just stop it. Well. And we could always cut some of them off, yes. too, to keep it flowing. Yeah, yeah. One, once, we, once we finish with the logs, we can just take the nets out. Yes, problem solved. I mean, we can also always grab extra logs, too, also if true. we lose a log. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that just takes more time. But usually people grab extra logs, so I guess that's fair. All right. I think we have a battle plan. Any other ideas? <sighs> um, well, they're supposed to be having the... Uh, yeah, they're having the dinner. Evening party mm-hmm. soon. Um, um, you're welcome to go to it. I will be watching. Just be safe. I, I was going to go anyways. Perfect. Because it's, well, normally, it's like, you know, the people in charge of the teams are the ones that go, and then the, the crews stay back to... Yeah, well, we I was going to stay here cart. anyways. Um, but uh, this year was a little different, so you guys are supposed to go. Oh, why? Why? Why do you have to go? Because that's when they do all like, the introductory of the teams. I we need someone here to guard the cart. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to go, and that's where it it gives you like the biggest wink ever. Like we have to go and get introduced, and then we have to stay at the party the whole time. Okay, so everyone Crud. is going. Crud, that's on the team. Crud can't go, which is why he's staying here guarding the cart. Yeah, Crud will guard it as best he and can. And if someone is trying to tamper with the cut, you will scream really, really loudly. Yeah. As loudly as you can. Yeah. Just to be clear, we're leaving the wee child to guard the cart. Well, we oh, have to go. We, ha- we have to go. Actually, I have a friend who can guard it. I'm going to... Do you have a friend? Bookie. You see Bookie in like the most anime way fashion flies out of your backpack. It's Bookie! Perfect. Bookie, <laughs> can you cast Unseen Servant for me? <laughs> <laughs> Bookie does that. <laughs> <laughs> Bookie flies back in the backpack so sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's like, okay. And then goes back in your backpack really sad um, as an unseen pl- servant. Pl- Plato. Doesn't appear. What's up? Can Bookie also help God? No, he's with me. He's my friend. Oh, okay. All right, unseen servant. You see his little, is- his little book, like the face of his cover, like looks up at you and sinks into the backpack. I tried. <laughs> he's part of the team. He needs to go with us. I- I don't think he paid Wait, the registration. We have a bell, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I'll, I'll give the bell to my unseen servant. Yes. <laughs> Ring it's, a, it's a little bell. <laughs> yeah. It's and, a little hand bell, like ding, 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 ding. It's a, okay. So, if someone comes in, tempers the card, he's going to slam the bell 
against like a metal thing or something how, to make a lot of noise. How difficult does noise. it look like it would be to get the uh, to get up into the window from outside? Uh, to get to the upstairs, if someone someone would have to like either stack stuff or be able to climb like okay. surface. Like we could wood bar surface. the door. Could. Yeah, you could buy the door. Yeah. We should also probably leave crud food. Well, of course. Yeah, give crud some crumbs. We'll give him. We'll give him. So we'll bar the door. Keep an eye on the window. No one coming from the basement. We'll be fine for the time being that we're gone, and then we'll come back here as soon as we can. Oh, yeah, that that sounds that works. Does that work for everyone? No. I'll pull my bucket out of the bag. Um, wait, I'll pull my bucket out of the bag. You can use this as an amplifier for the bell. It's oh, true. Or just to make a lot of noise. Also, if the bell doesn't work, fight with your life. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> wait, are you telling your unseen servant? Yeah, to... he's not very strong. I okay, just... so un- unseen servant, so we know, is a invisible yes. to everyone. Yes. Just dude, right? Yeah, he's he's not particularly good at much, but I just want him to like. I can put my cloak on him. Oh. And he oh. can sit there like he's working on the Like garden. he looks like he's someone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that yeah, that's, that's a, a plan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can walk around and they'll be like, "Oh shit, we can't do anything. There's a big dude here." Okay. Smart. Yeah. Without yeah. getting caught, at least. Smart. I'm okay. gonna enlarge him so he's massive, so he just looks like a a just something you don't want to mess with. Doesn't that only last for like a minute? It's not no. It's not the point. Don't ask. Okay, okay. He's just, he's just minimizing the spell to where it's just like he makes him like two feet or two inches taller. Yeah, okay, and don't cool. ask about how there are two concentration spells happening right yeah, now. Yeah, at the same time. <laughs> yes, yeah, we follow the rules. Huh? I don't think Unseen Servant isn't concentration. Oh, it isn't? You can actually have up to like six of, of them. them. Oh, I'll cast like fucking... How many can I have? All four. <laughs> he's got four Unseen Servants. We got four cloaks. Four I can goons. give him one of my cloaks. Okay. Yeah, you guys start tossing some of your clothes onto the uh, onto the unseen servants, so they just look like a bunch of boys. Yeah, we have our, our regular stuff because everyone's in their winter clothes, right? Yeah, yeah. you have extra oh, winter. Yeah. You guys could just walk, have a cold walk over to the party. As uh, no, you put, no, because we have our winter clothes on. Oh, oh yeah, you put regular clothes on them. Perfect. Unless someone's really interested in knowing what the they're registering, like, oh, it's cold outside. Why are they wearing normal clothes? That'd be weird. It would be weird. Oh, yeah. All right, each one one of them is going to be an attack. One of them is going to be like diplomacy. One of them is going to be. <laughs> Please explain to me how this thing that can't talk or be seen. Oh, you can't talk. Gonna, no. no, they can't. One of them is going to like. You can point. put no. You can put gloves on. You know, them, okay. and they could do sign language. Yeah. Have you seen um, the Sorcerer's Apprentice with Donald Trump? No. What? <laughs> Like with Mickey Mouse, <laughs> and you know, like the Wait, brooms that are sleeping. no, that's the sorcerer's apprentice. Wait, what am I thinking of? Yeah, you know, like the, the brooms. Oh, that are I think you're thinking of the just the apprentice. Oh yeah, the, oh, apprentice. the apprentice. Oh. Okay, okay, but you know, like the brooms that are sweeping on their own. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Imagine if there was invisible people sweeping the sweeping with the brooms. Okay. And that's the unseen servant. Is the um, okay, so invisible we, person sweeping? Okay. We have an attacker, a sweeper. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just the dude yeah. sweeping. One of them's supposed to. Uh, one of them's gonna be the bellboy. Okay. And then the other one is uh, enlarged and looking very scary. Two inches taller. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. We got this. Let's go to dinner. <laughs> you guys. Yeah. You guys all head over to across the town to the other side, um, where you get uh, into. You guys make it to the other side of uh, the river where you head to the Rushwater Mead House and Inn where essentially this party is being held. And you guys head inside 
and see they're kind of like already kind of starting all like the introductions and stuff and uh you see through a little pin on his on his cloak you guys see the lord of the town has made his appearance here uh he is recognized as uh why <laughs> are you still thinking about the unseen servants the, the no. sorcerer's apprentice with the no. whole trump <laughs> no you just no 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 nothing happened i'm just being stupid okay. i'm sorry a short plump man walks up and introduces baron kellen hashway who is the baron of the uh of the town he walks up and uh See, he's a dark-skinned man with short curled hair that's trimmed nicely. He has this little silver signet uh, or circlet that kind of like dignifies him as like the person in charge of the town. And uh, he seems to be dressed with like just like a uh, royalties regalia. As he uh, looks out and uh, well, beginning to welcome everyone, he's like, Hail and well met townsfolk and travelers, friends and family. Emrith sends you all her warm regards as we prepare for this sacred event. The town was founded by my great-grandfather after the Battle of Threehorn Reach, where the proud men and women of Lincia defended these very grounds from the riders of Averon. It was in a pivotal point in this battle when the elves of Perthia intervened to send aid did my grandfather choose to put down roots here so he could honor the elves for the years to come with trade down the river. This race symbolizes more to me than just the sum of money or the speech you can give. It is a tale of the aid Ferthia sent to this town, and the willingness the soldiers persevered through to ford this river. So please, put a warm regard together as we introduce these individuals choosing to honor this sacred event. The small, stout individual steps up again and walks up and he says, We have the Logging Guild, Haven Logrunner, leader of the Team Riverwood Racer. And then you see Haven Logrunner uh, walk up and just kind of like to everyone. I plan to speak out to everyone beyond in regards to... Okay, okay. There's no Winter Moon speech. No special treatment for winners of last year's race. We also have uh, everyone I'd like to introduce. Keg Sternly, along with the other members of the Fishing Guild as the runner-ups from the last year. He then proceeds to uh, introduce several more teams as uh, eventually gets to the guy uh, from Lock Rock Light, um, Barry Morrison, as he walks up and he's like, Sup, guys. I'm Barry. Rock Lock Light rules. As of now, we are also taking teams from outside of the town just to incorporate more individuals. Be mindful that we shall see an influx of outside advertisement. One of our newer racers will be joining today as well. As he looks down, you can see he looks just at Twig. Twig, please, come on up. And, and uh, as you guys kind of like are walked up to the stage, Twig like walks up there and she like, uh, starts speaking to everyone. You see the Baron just kind of like looking at her and smiling because he probably knows her situation. And uh, uh, you see Twig's like, 
All right, you fuckers. (laughs) You're all here to push your big business agendas, and I'm here to say fuck all that. My dad got drafted, and you guys didn't do shit with the mind fog going around. Isn't anybody asking why the mortals haven't looked into it? No, just me. Okay, 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 Twig, just... Save your speech, huh? This is my child. Like, when she's made her big exclamation, I'm going to release a big breath, uh... Up into the air to be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It seems like the crowd is fed by this. Can I like pose along with it? Yeah. Well? Uh, do you want it? What? How are you flexing some way? <laughs> I'm just like considering adopting this child now. <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah. <laughs> uh, just mainly sort of like, like when you do like the hands to like show someone off, but also flexing at the same time. Sort of like with my legs and sort of like, oh, lunge, yeah. like that, yeah. <laughs> Pushing your arms different ways to flex yeah. your muscles. And uh, he, keeping it simple, uh, the Baron looks at, uh, looks at all you guys over for a second, smiles a little bit, and then uh, looks out to the crowd once more, and he's like, and those are our teams for our proceedings tomorrow morning. I hope you all get a great night rest, but of course... I'm sure you won't, as tonight's festivities will begin. As uh, you see, he walks over to the side of a keg and holds up a mug and then slashes it, like, as a, or hits it across with the, the keg stop, onto the keg stopper, and you see just ale start shooting out of it onto the ground before you. And you see, like, a small ring has been set up with a bunch of ropes, and there's a bunch of kegs in there as well, but essentially this one keg is shooting it in there, and you guys see inside this area, there is a bunch of other people from other teams in there, just wrestling it up right now, the night before. They're having a bit of a, a fighting competition right before. Wrestling, you say? Yes, as you see, one of the guys from inside, um, being one of the uh, one of these executives from the other teams, uh, definitely caught note of you flexing from everything, and you see he does the... Uh, he just has the wrestling call out as he points at you, and uh, you see, uh, you see Keg sternly. He's like, "Hey, you there! I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you tonight!" As I'll he like points to see at you, you, try, little man. And you see, he just like jumps into the mud on the ground and pulls himself up, and just his eyes open, and he's like, "You're not ready for this." I'm gonna just like grab the collar of my winter clothes and just. Tear them off, throwing them back towards my team, and just jump in. <laughs> and you like... jump into the pit. And that is where we're going to call our session, ah. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be like oh, that. Oh, no, I'm claustrophobic and I suck in a tunnel. What will I ever do? <laughs> what? Don't worry. I'll see If only you. a big, strong dragonborn could <laughs> come and help me out over here. Yeah. You've been strong. blessed now that I'm here. Bless me harder. <laughs> I would, but I can't find your tail. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Question. Yeah. Is it like Avatar, where the tails no. like, link? No. How about... Okay. Okay. And they, like... Is that going to be your fun fact? <laughs> And that's how they have Apparently, sex. Yes, my fun fact will be explaining to you how snakes fuck, so you can understand how other reptiles fuck. Yeah, but is it, is it like Avatar? Do they have like the hair? No. So it comes out and it connects. And they you fall. really want this to be like Avatar? Yeah, yeah. yeah. really. Like, how dragons fuck. I like big blue people. That's, okay, that's fair.
Thank you guys for listening to Goon Quest. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear more of it, please feel free to leave us a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Not only does this help us find you guys or other people find the show, but it also uh, helps us feel good about ourselves. Um, our opening music is by Suma Studio and Alexander Nakrata. Cover art by Casey May. Outro music by Alexander Nakrata. Audio editing by myself, Chris and Christopher. Uh, our Instagram can be found at goon.quest. If you would like to provide names of NPCs or have magic item ideas, you can submit suggestions at goonquest at outlook.com. Now, uh, another thing, we're still getting used to all this too, I'm sure. We'll hopefully get better at, uh, at just being less awkward over time too. I think, I think we're getting, we're figuring it out. It'll take, it's like a little bit. There'll be patience. But we're gooning on it. Yeah, we're we're learning how to be more goon. Goon, <laughs> goon. Dude, yeah, goon. yeah, check out our merch store at uh, Goon. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Uh, goon sale. No. We'll come back to it. Uh, goon Cub. Donate to our Goon Treon. <laughs> our Goon Treon. And look at our Goon Tree. Oh, our Goon Gear. A Goon Gear. Yeah, Goon Gear. All right, we'll... our only goons. Only go. <laughs> yeah, check us out at Only Goons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Call her.